sing songs about Texas I sing them often as if she was some old lover I used to know I wish I could follow them back to the homeland every time I hear one on my radio Twin fiddles playing in my memory My daddy said Wonders of old cow town Silver haired and he's still there under the sky so warm and fair Well I tell you friends There's a song Every town So sing me one more song About old Santo Seemed like a dream Now it was so long ago And Jerry Jeff walked the beat Just like a cold from That's why folks keep writing when I die. I wanna go there too. Someday I hope to walk along Heaven Street and I'll still be looking for my taco meat. And I swear I hear still guitar just rising in the air. And I said, we'll sing me one more song about old San Antonio. Seemed like a dream now, it was so long ago. Oh, God, Clark, you can be just like a cook from the cold. Well, I'm a going home. When the night is real, real still, I swear I could hear a whippoorwill. She knows there's music in the dirt down there. Hill country rain It's a cleansing thing and All I have to do is see one Sitting in a shallow creek Got nothing to do I said to sing me one more song About old San Antonio Seemed like a dream Now it was so long ago Jerry Jeff walked the beach Just like a coke from the coast Honky-tonk angels and their lonely beehive pain Wish I was stowed away on some fast moving train Going home, I'm going home 
Because the clouds aligned, the moons all got together, and the college football playoff got it right. And Joe Murphy and I are going to talk about this. House of Pain, I see your comment. They got it right, and I'm going to tell you why in the next hour. All right, one more time. Let's do it now. Come on. T E X A S Texas Five. Oh, what a weekend it was, man! College football all day Saturday. It was fan fucking tastic. Now, I got to tell you, my hopes are rising. That, that, that's all I can say right now. I, I, I got to get to the good mornings, okay? Look look here. That, to watch the game was an event in itself due to the fact that DirecTV and ABC are having a little brawl for all here in the Metroplex. So I had to stream the game on my phone, right? So I went to the ESPN app, which I have, and I hit live coverage. I said, okay, great. And then I was going to cast it to my TV because I knew how to do tricky things like that. Well, guess what wasn't working that day? For some reason, my ESPN was not casting to the TV. So I had to sit in my office and watch the game. Uh, Bastards, get it worked out for Christ's sake. Now, before we get to good mornings, uh, Keyless Chuck, you're going to get credit for being first one here, my friend. I promise you that. But man, oh man, over the weekend. Christopher. 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 I I said my piece, Chrissy. Who's Christopher? Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Christopher not only saw one but two movies over the weekend and reviewed them, and we put them up over the weekend so you could watch them this weekend. He saw the new, uh, New action movie, Silent Night. I believe that's John Woo who did that one. believe he liked that one. And he really liked Lady Ballers. Now, Lady Ballers is the movie that, that Daily Mail put out about men transitioning into women. And uh, I asked him, where can I watch that? And, and he sent me a link, and, and, and I watched it. I got to say this right now. Lady Ballers, it's a good try. 
But if, if there's if the acting's going to be that bad in the movie, there needs to be anal penetration, and there needs to be at least one or two money shots. I, I, look, look, when the act, the acting was horrible, the, the and, and the jokes they weren't. It, it was kind of like a high school project. I, I like the idea of it. I like them lampooning it. I think that's fantastic. But they did really a bad, in, in my opinion. Now, check out Christopher's review. I made it through about thirty minutes of it, and I was like. All right, somebody needs to get naked here pretty soon, and I don't want it to be any of the dudes. Chuck! I'm Chuck. He's something. Good morning, my man. He says, good morning, ass family. Happy Monday, Dr. St. States. Glad to see your horns make the playoffs. You and me both. Hockey player. Good morning, my friend. Battleborn. You don't chew big red, then you. Says, good morning, ass family. Human feces in now a fact of life. Hook 'em horns. Amen to that. Panda. Oh, I love trash. Good morning, my friend. He says, good morning, ass family. There she is. Oh, my lucky star. The one, uh, the only bratty kid is in the house. You shut your mouth, you white honky. Okay, I well, I can't do a talk show if I do that, so I'll, I'll go ahead and talk. Hope you have a good day, Ralphie. Like a pink nightmare. Good morning to you. Hope you're doing well. Hope you had a fantabulous weekend. Uh, Trucker James. I was so full of testosterone, I actually killed a coyote. I, I, I don't disbelieve that. He says, good morning, ass family. Congratulations on your Texas Longhorns. I'm so excited for you. Hook them horns. I love hearing that. I love hearing people say that. Please be a fart. Good, Darren. Please be a fart. Says, good morning, ass family. Phenomenal weekend. Path to the national championship is looking great. Uh, oh, I agree wholeheartedly. Ayo. Ayo. Glorious Monday. Eagles' wings were great yesterday. Fuck Philly and their fans. Their coach, Paul Blart, on the sidelines. Cry, Eagles, cry. Now, Cowboys, do your fucking job on Sunday. Oh, good morning, y'all. That was a beatdown yesterday. Woo! The, the Niners fucking barred a can of whoop-ass from Stone Cold Steve Austin and opened that all over the Eagles. Good Lord. House of Pain says, good morning, ass family. What can I say? I'm disappointed that Oregon didn't want to play until late in the second hat quarter and couldn't dig themselves out of the hole. Then it was confirmed that games really don't matter because of what they did to Florida State is just wrong. The whole system needs to be blown up. Well, uh, uh, respectfully, but you'll have to wait around for Joe Murphy and I to talk about it. Because Joe is going to get, Joe texted me yesterday, he goes, I assume uh, you're calling. I, I said, yeah, if you're down for it. So we got lots of college football. We're going to talk about all the important bowl games, the New Year's Day games, all the uh, other games as well. By the way, Huskies fans out there, um, <clears throat> Just to let you know, just to let you know, the last time the Longhorns were in the Sugar Bowl, they also played a team with a dog mascot. Now, that was the Georgia Bulldogs. And if your stupid student trainer or the person that holds on to your Husky, which I imagine you have on the sideline, which is a beautiful dog, 
and you decide to bring him over to the greatest mascot in all of sports, that would be B-E-V-O, Bevo. Um, you might want to call your friend Ugga down at Georgia and let him know that, that Bevo don't like dogs. There will be a horn in the side of that Siberian Husky. I'm just, I'm just telling you. I'm just warning y'all, okay? I, I, look, I've seen it once. I've seen it a million times. Uh, Bobby! Yeah, it's tough being a white man these days. It's tough, I tell you. <laughs> Bobby says I might make this my normal good morning. Fuck the Eagles. Hey, that works for me. I, I like it. You talking to the Rolex wearing <laughs> diamond ring wearing kiss stealing woo, wheeling dealing limousine right the man jet flying the myth of a gun and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. The Warbird says, good morning. What a glorious weekend. Puts me in a great mood to get on the road. See you tomorrow. I'm, I'm so excited I get to see Warbird tomorrow. He's driving back to Nevada from Alabama. I can't wait to see my man. We got lots to talk about, lots to catch up with. Gibby. Holy Jesus. A jelly donut. Says, good morning, ass family. How about them Niners Super Bowl bound? Well, I, I'm not going to go that far yet. Hey, hey, they still got a long way to go. They look great. I mean, they, they put a flat-out beating on the Eagles. I mean, jeez. I'm trying to think. Uh, man, I mean, the last time. Well, I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. Yeah, I, I, I would have to agree, or since the Niners did that to the Cowboys earlier this season. Uh, Chazman in the house. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Says fuck Monday again already. Am I stuck in Groundhog Day? On a good note, we get Arnie and the Ass Family to get us going. Damn right, Braddy Kid says Bevo. Yes, Stink Fist says good morning, Ass. Congrats on your Longhorns, Arnie. I thought the committee would screw them, but nothing feels better than the way the Niners absolutely curb stomp the fucking Eagles. Cry, Eagles, cry. I love that new term, cry, Eagles, cry. That's fantastic, Christine. Says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. It's freaking Monday and it's freaking cold out. Well, that Victor, get a jacket. When you leave today, Victor, go get a jacket. Sanchez family. Free at last. Free at last. Thank God Almighty. We are free at last. Says, go Niners, fuck a scab and a pig. All right. Well, indeed, do that. Derek. Becca. Becca. Says, good morning, Ass family. Boo, Monday. Becca. Oh, it sucks. It does suck. But hey, we'll get over it. Cowboys, girl. We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. Says, good morning, Ass family. Happy Monday. Make this a good one. Scott. Hello, my baby. Hello, my honey. Hello, my ragtime cow. Says, good morning, Arnie and Ass family. DNA. Have you seen my wiener? No, no, nobody has. Uh, good morning, Ass family and Arnie. Let's go, Niners. Whitewash. Says good morning, ass family and AIG. What an ass whooping by the Niners. Indeed, Colin! Grab his dick and twist it! Oh my god! Oh, dick twist! <laughs> oh, and Jameson. Sorry, Jameson. Uh, says morning all. Now, I am going to start reading the Dusty Roads book tonight. And uh, that week, that the, the last week of the year, the week leading up to Christmas, we're not only going to have predictions from V Coop, I'm sure we're going to talk movies one day with Christopher. Joe will be on to do a year-end sports review. And I will be reading excerpts from the Dusty Rhodes book that I received on Friday, Daddy. 
And yes, we will be reading excerpts in the voice of the American dream daddy, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, swoosh! <laughs> Says morning ass family. Well, good morning to you, mage. Mage, uh, <laughs> says, good morning, ass AIG. How about them Longhorns and Niners? Fuck the Eagles. Uh, look, <laughs> Mage, I, I found a lot of very, very, very cruel uh, Asian uh, uh, sound effects over the weekend. And, and yes, I will be portraying them. I didn't get to them this morning. I had a bunch of stuff I had to do. So uh, look forward to that this weekend. <laughs> I'm just letting you know, buddy. Uh, the good Darren says they got it right, but it got a little nervous when Florida State won. Yeah, Truman Show. We have no desire or intention to destroy or enslave the Japanese people. See, Mage, see, Truman's a guy you can trust. Says, good morning, ass. Let's get the party started. Big Ants Heights says, what up, dog and ass family? What's up, my friend? How are you? Uh, safety guy. Safe repair, safe replace. Big Ants, I'm working on yours, buddy. Uh, says, happy blue waffle Monday. Yes. <laughs> Sawyer's dad. Good morning, Arnie. Sawyer and I talked about you needing the Niners to beat the Eagles. <laughs> he wanted to tell me you're welcome. He also said the Cowboys will have the same done to them. They already did it to us. So, Sawyer, they already did it. They beat us 45 to 10. Good Lord. I watched The Shift over the weekend. Don't think I'll write a review, but it was really good movie. Definitely would recommend. That's got Neil McDonough in it. Neil McDonough, he plays Satan in that. And I've been hearing a lot about this movie, Gibby. If you want to write one, put it up on the uh, Superfans page or put it up on that page, please. Because I'm interested in actually seeing it. Because I like Neil McDonough, especially as a bad guy. He's like taking over where where uh oh the oh Gary uh Gary Oldman. Remember how Gary Oldman was always like the best villain and stuff? And that's kind of Neil McDonough. Now you think about it, he was he was a terrible guy on Justified. It's a pill popping gangster. And then he went on to Yellowstone and he kidnapped John Dutton's son. I mean, he's a he's an awesome bad guy. So uh, I, I do kind of want to say I, I'm very interested in that. So uh, Dave Co says, I don't need that movie too close to home. Dave Co, my man. How are you, my friend? Hope you're doing good. Jenny US6 says, Niners look good. Man, fuck them birds. Yes, indeed. Uh, you're out. Oh, we got, guy. you know guy, what? Just a great guy. and Let's just do it real really, quick, uh, shall we? Very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory. Mm-hmm. And well, really enjoyed being with him. And, yeah. and you know what? It's t-shirt time. It is, thanks to your out. It is 12 And, of course, 1425 for presenting this whole feature. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Everybody knows it's T-shirt time. So nice. T-shirt time. It's T-shirt time. Oh, my God. Shut up now. I'm just you, trying you, to let you need to shut so up. put their T-shirts on. By the way, Rhino, Jesse Jamie, 425 Printing, good morning, what's up? I know I've got a package coming today. More T-shirt time tomorrow, but you're out, says morning all, rough weekend. But after two awful shots in my shoulder, I'm kind of pain-free. Better than I was last year And hook'em horns, and the Cowboys have one job to do, beat those Eagles. And she sent me a shirt 
and it's a brand new... I'm Wilfred Brimley, and I'd like to talk to you for a few minutes about diabetes. Man, oh man, that was a home run. Thank you so much for that when you're out. Uh, it's scary how good the Niners look. Thanks for beating the Eagles. Safety guy says you're having a hell of a year, Arnie Rangers. Scabby professional issues. Longhorns, what's next? Cowboys? Look, <clears throat> I can't talk about the trifecta. I, I, I just can't talk about the trifecta. Okay, let, let me get the daily double in first. Look, I, I'm still riding on a high from the Rangers, okay? If the Longhorns can do the same, then I have a daily double. Now, God forbid I hit the trifecta. I, I, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm not even thinking about it, okay? I, I just have to say, because truth be told, I, I told this to you out over the weekend, uh, thanking her for my shirt. Uh, we texted back and forth. I said, if the trifecta happens, I might not ever watch sports again. I, 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 this will be the perfect year. Nothing would top this year. Nothing. Unless Stone Cold Steve Austin were to knock on my door and want to do the show. That's it. Uh, College Station. The stars at night are big and bright. Good morning, my friend. Washington fans are the biggest pieces of trash. Fuck them all. Uh, You can make it today. Slow driver alert. (laughs) Dave Coe says, I'm so proud of my Raiders. Uh, They didn't lose yesterday. Now Cowboys and Eagles fans can come together and argue who got their asses what more. Oh, we did. Oh, yeah, they beat us a lot worse. Uh, so Ronnie has a very punchable face. And who's that fat Guido trying to pick a fight with Drake Greenslaw? <laughs> he should be arrested. That was fucking comical. He's putting his fucking hand in the face of a football player. Are you a moron? I mean, that guy's never going to have to buy another Philly cheesesteak in his life. They'll all be free. And see what the Niners fans did to the uh, Rocky statue. Uh, I bet Fetterman is curled up crying. I did not see. What did they do? To be fair, to be fair, it's 42, Arnie. Oh, sorry. Eagles and Cowboys fans were arguing yesterday on Niners board. I had a couple of Eagle fans bragging that they are more than 10 on the Niners. Yeah, that's good. That, that's really, really fucking good to brag about. Yeah, we hung more than 10 on them. Boy, they beat the shit out of us, though. Oh. Have you seen the trailer for For the Boys? I have not seen that yet. Uh, Swoosh says, no need to worry about that. Dak, no, said, yeah, pretty much. Ski bum! I had sunny side up, and I had sunny side down, and I had sunny side all the way around. There you go. Says, good morning, y'all. Here to give it to Monday like the Niners did those birds. Alicia making her triumphant review. I here. Don't says, good morning, y'all, except anyone that participated in the marathon yesterday in Folsom. Y'all can go fuck yourselves. No, I think that about anybody in a marathon. Hot mama. Fuck your mama. Says, good morning, ass. Happy Monday. Mm. Yeah, oh, I got an answer, Tech.
There you go. Okay, got that one all taken care of. Uh, let's see. Uh, my weekend is here. Uh, well, good. Safety guy sent something here. Let's see. What is this? Oh, okay. They're, they're just flipping off Rocky, and they, they put a – okay. Eh, that's kind of weak. I I would I would I would have hit it with a I, with a sledgehammer. <laughs> Hold on, I'm, I'm answering another text. Can you be on again? All right, uh, let's see. Uh, yes, there is no way to cross from one side of Sacramento to the other day. Bullshit, stupid marathon runners. Um, all right, so lots and lots to get to this morning before Joe Murphy comes on here in just a little bit. Um, very, very interesting stuff. Uh, hey, Warbird, what time are you rolling through? Because we have a guest on the show tomorrow. We could have two guests on the show. I don't know what time Warbird's coming through. But the man, the myth himself, the one, the only, he hasn't been on in a while. Holy shit. Tommy will be on the show tomorrow. Bam. That shit just happened. Uh, Took me two and a half hours to get home because of the stupid marathon. You can go run your hearts out. But if you fuck my day up in my sleep, I wish nothing but shit for you people. So I'd like to start first with the first story that I saw that I grabbed for the weekend. And I, I, I couldn't believe this. Um, with Quinn, uh, it, Swoosh will talk about that with Joe. Uh, remind me, Swoosh, when we're on with Joe about that, because I, I do have a lot to say about that. Uh, I used to live right off of Watt and Lavera. Could not li- uh, leave all day due to traffic. Tail getting jealous, Warbird coming through. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, remember that story about the Hollywood stars? who were bribing colleges to get their kids into school. You remember that? You remember all that? Okay. Well, Felicity Huffman, she was one of the two starlets. Uh, The Aunt Becky from Full House was the other one. Well, Felicity Huffman, uh, she decided that she was going to speak out this week about it and, and, and give her reason why she did it. Her unknowing there you go. To be a bad mother. The actress sat down exclusively with our station, KABC's Mark Brown. I know hindsight is twenty twenty, but it felt like I would be a bad mother if I didn't do it. So, I did it. Hoffman describing the guilt she felt driving her unknowing daughter to take the test. So, so what she's saying is that she broke the law knowingly broke the law this is what this is her quote it felt like i had to give my daughter a chance at a future she explained to achingly sympathetic interviewer and so it was sort of like my daughter's future which meant i had to break the law well your daughter it wasn't like you were stealing a lung from a kid that was dying on the street to give to your daughter so she could live. You lied to get into college. You took somebody's spot away. You broke that law. Ferdinand. Ferdinand! Can't wait to show you to the rest of the guys. They're going to fertilize the yard. Says, good morning, ass. I second Alicia. They need to get all that shit out of here. 
I'd be a bad mother if I didn't break the law. I don't know what holds up in court. Now, now see, that's the thing. Like, like if you, how many people have been arrested for robbing a convenience store so they could buy diapers? I mean, I know it happens more than only in Raising Arizona, the movie. But all those people get convicted. They, they, they're robbing a liquor store so they can buy food for their baby. Well, they still get convicted. Now, there's this thing called getting a job that those people could do. Now, as far as Felicity Huffman goes, let's just let, let, let this is this is the parents in America today. These especially the, the wealthier ones. Ask family, you, you guys all know this. There are some kids that college might actually be good for. They can go away, they can learn, they can they they they, they can learn on their own, and they grow into the, the beautiful young people that we have who are supporting Palestine today. And then there are some kids that you know just don't really have the the college in them, if you know what I mean. You know, you, you know what I mean? They aren't quite college material. Junior college material, sure. But four-year prestigious university, no, 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 no. See, and the thing is that Felicity Huffman couldn't have that. You see, these upper-scale parents can't have that. Their kids can't go to community college. Why? Because it would reflect badly upon them. Fuck their kids. They don't give shits about their kids. They care about their fucking look. That's what they care about. Your kid could do well enough in school to get into a community college and get into a bigger university. Go to the trade route. Do something. Yep. Mm-hmm. She's a bad mom for forcing her daughter to go to school. She's ill-prepared for. Are we going to say W went to Harvard based on his interest exams? Come on. Well, he never went to Harvard. He went to Yale, first of all. And, and yes, Daddy got him in. Absolutely. Look, I got to tell you, W is a pretty sharp guy. Is he Yale sharp? Probably not. But his daddy was a legacy there, and it got him in. But it had nothing to do with bribing people. He just said, hey, my son wants to come here. I'm part of the CIA. My son's going to come here. And they're like, okay. Felicity Huffman's not that person. Felicity Huffman's daughter's never going to be president of the United States. Okay? She might be an actress someday. I don't know. But to say that you had to break the law, otherwise you thought you were going to be a bad mom, doesn't breaking the law make you a bad mom? Doesn't going to prison uh, or jail for his, what, three weeks, four weeks, or whatever months she went, doesn't that make you a bad mom because you aren't there for your child and you're showing, you're, you're still your, your daughter's main female role model and now you're in jail? I think personally, that's what makes you a bad mom. Or the idea that you were some kind of hot chick on Desperate Housewives. Come on. Seriously? Yeah, Terry Hatcher and the Mexican chick. I didn't need anybody else. 
I want to see those two wrestle one another. That'd been great. Well, they want to get their ratings up. You have Terry Hatcher back in her prime. And what's that Lola Gonzalez chick? What what's her name? I, I can't even think. Uh yeah, you have them wrestling coleslaw every week? Man, Desperate Housewives is gonna be number one show. You bring Nicolette Sheridan there, and she can like hose them off with like like country gravy. <sighs> Telling you right now, juggernaut. Eva Longoria, that's it. I'm on the side. Not everyone needs to go to college, but paying to get your kid into school is a stupid law. Um, well, it, it's not really paying to get your kids. It, they, they bribe. The, it, they went against their own rules, and, and it, it's all fuck. It, look, I don't give a shit about it. I mean, I really don't. They made such a big deal about it. Oh, Fred. Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. Says, good morning, y'all. Sorry I was driving. Couldn't type until now. Good morning, my friend. I understand legacy placement. I guess donations of buildings could be seen as bribery, but it's not direct bribery. Letter of the law versus intent of the law could be argued with this. Look, it was still wrong. What, What she did was wrong. She knowingly broke the law for her daughter, and it was wrong. And she's trying to become a martyr for it now because she wants to revitalize her career. And they went to the most sympathetic reporter that wasn't Mark S. Allen. And they got it done. And look, she's going to start being in movies again. She's going to this is going to work because this is how those people work. Now... There is such a delicious story, and this proves once again, beyond a shadow of a doubt, how the media is not doing their job. I had no idea any of this happened. Just before going to commercial break, Sean Hannity teased out that the debate would continue. Says, we'll take a break. They have agreed to stay. Well, that I guess the debate is on the fly. We'll continue on the other side later and have live post-debate coverage. But the problem was that the debate did not actually continue. Behind the scenes, the atmosphere was not as jovial as on stage. What the audience didn't see was at least five sources shared with the news agency here, NBC, which is a liberal-leaning, is that off-screen there were significant disagreements happening. The DeSantis and Newsom teams were arguing that the other side was breaking the rules. Also, Jennifer Seabill Newsom, Governor Newsom's wife, came into the debate room on at least two occasions to raise some objections. She made her way to the stage during the break and pretty much pulled her husband off the fucking stage. DeSantis spokesman Andrew Romeo says Gavin was beaten so badly last night, his wife literally had to throw in the towel for him. When they came back from break, Sean Hannity says, well, I guess the debate has ended because the, the, uh, uh, the, the two idiots 
uh, have commitments they have to get to. Now, when I hear that, wait a second. Wait a second. We've known about this debate for like two months now, and we've talked about it, and you have other more pressing engagements to get to than this debate. You set something up for after this, even though that you knew this would be a big thing, or you were hoping it would be a big thing. Here's the part that I'm upset at. Why isn't this in every publication around America? Why isn't this on Fox News? Why, why, why did I get this from NBC? Why isn't this on Fox? Fox was the broadcasting network. What, did they have to sign an NDA or something? Um, where's, where, where's any source? Uh, this is a story that a, a candidate's wife comes in and drags him off the stage? This is why I tell you the media is complicit, because if this story got out, Gavin Newsom's career would come to a halt. What a bitch. You lose your man card if your wife is fighting your battles for you. Oh, and you are so not electable then. No matter no matter what. Kale. Good morning, my friend. Hold on a second here. Um, I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Says I don't get what the purpose of this debate was. I don't either. To me, it was, I mean, now with this story coming out, this is the worst possible thing that could have happened to Gavin Newsom. Like, all signs pointed to how this was going to hurt Ron DeSantis. But instead, it backfired on Newsom badly. Gavin's list, because his wife jumped in, lost, oh, lost, because his wife jumped in. That's like a fight on the schoolyard, and somebody's mom stops the fight. You lost. Newsom had another communist dictator to blow. That's ammo if another debate happens. Newsom should never debate again. Well, the, the, like I said, this is where the media is complicit. Because have you heard this story? By the way, this was last Thursday night. I didn't hear about it until Saturday afternoon. That's two days worth of media cycle right there that went through. XXG Force. I have wine and dine with kings and queens. And I've slept in alleys and dined on pork and beans. I'll ask Newsom tonight at the Kings game. Awesome. His wife said, that's enough. Only I can whoop you like that. Oh, shit. Oh, my God. That's so fantastic. Wait for the Ralphie pounding the bully memes when his mom has to put him off. Oh, shit. How funny is that? His wife had to come save him. Because it, it was bad. Look, it was it was bad on both their parts. I know we talked about it, but it, that was embarrassing. Safety guy says, I saw something about it on Friday. Well, this is kind of a big story. I mean, you know, when you have a candidate's wife come in and pull you off stage, that's enough. We're not doing this anymore. Did, did she reach into her pocket and grab a Kleenex and spit on it and wipe it on his face? Clean him off like Grandma used to do? Mm. 
This is one reason why I don't watch lamestream media. I haven't seen a beating like that since Rodney King. Oh, it was bad. It was pretty bad. I got to say. Okay. Good. Good, 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 good. Let's see. Move that there. Okay. Uh, all right. There are just a lot of dumb people out there to this, this weekend. Um, a 10-year-old boy. <sighs> Do I have video of this kid? Oh, if I have video of this, oh, please have his name and phone number so I can call this kid. Is this a video? Oh, I think this might, I don't know, this is some sort of ad. Um, I just want to say that DeSantis' weird smiley does all still creeps me the fuck out sometimes. Look, Ron DeSantis doesn't really have a shot. I mean, Gavin Newsom nailed him that he's like 40 points behind Trump in Florida. All right. A 10-year-old boy named Teddy from England. Oh, blimey. This is a news story before Gavin Newsom's wife pulling him off stage is a news story. I'm, I'm killing time because I hope this is the, the, the one that plays him. No, this isn't it. Never mind. That was just all a waste. Hey, shut up. Click back on there. Okay, we don't need to hear that. Teddy has gotten a, uh, uh, has started a campaign... And he's getting people to sign a petition, which, by the way, is stupid, urging Apple to redesign its nerd face emoji. The proud glasses wearer finds the current emoji offensive and insulting due to the portrayal of prominent front teeth. So it's a nerd looking with... Teeth hanging out and glasses. We want to change this. Apple's making it absolutely horrible for people wearing glasses. Hey, Teddy. You are an idiot. <laughs> I, I'm just, come on. Hey, Kelly. Hey, sassy Pammy. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Uh, I'll vote for Ronnie if he somehow gets presidential nod, but I feel he's better fit in Florida, minus the fluoritis. Florida is doing well. Apple should double down and make the teeth bigger. No, you know what Apple should do? Apple should send a kid over to, to Teddy's house and whoop his little monkey ass. That's what they should do. Because I'm getting tired of this, boy. It's a fucking emoji. Don't use it then. Everybody is so goddamn sensitive about everything. Oh, there's an emoji out there that makes it hard for glasses. It makes it hard. Do you think people that wore glasses in the 50s and 60s had it a lot easier than you, dork? Four eyes, Coke bottles. I I really want to start a, 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 not even a national now, a worldwide slap tour. Where I just fly off, I need to find, I need to talk to Elon Musk. 
say, hey, Elon, this is what you need to do. You need to sponsor me. Give me one of your Tesla planes. And I need to fly to all these places and just slap the taste out of people. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start here with Teddy here. We're going to slap Teddy, and we're going to slap Teddy's mama and daddy, too. Then we're going to find Greta. Oh, yeah. Oh, Greta, I haven't I haven't forgotten about you, girl. I, I'm going to come to wherever you're fucking living in a hut, and I'm going to slap your mouth. How dare you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why did the mom not thump his forehead when he came up with this idea? Because parents today all suck. I'm sorry if you're look look. I have a I, I I have an offer for parents later on, and if this is ass family parents because I know no other parents, and you're gonna know the parent. You know what? I'm gonna make that offer right here now, because I I know the parents that you are ass family, and you know all the parents I'm talking to. I even wrote this out. <clears throat> parents, I want to ask you. No, offer you a service this holiday season. This actually can be for anybody if they want to get it off their chest. I want you to tell me just how disappointed you are in your Christmas gifts from your kids. You know what I'm talking about. When your kids give you something shitty, like absolutely, positively terrible, And let's say your kids are young and they think they did good. Don't you want to look at your husband or wife and go, what the fuck were you thinking? I'm not ever going to wear fucking bear slippers. Bear slippers, really? And a bottle of Old Spice? See, I want to be able to... I, I think that you should be able to tell your kids that their gifts suck and try harder next year. They don't have to get you a TV or anything like that. Either stick with the shit homemade stuff you make at school, like the turkey made out of the tracing of your hand. Oh, I've seen them. I had to do them. But this is the place that you can come to. You can vent your frustrations about how shitty your gifts are. But you see... Good old dipshit's parents here. What, what, Teddy's parents? Teddy's parents find every gift to be from him a gift from God. They cherish it. They, they, they think this is, they, they hold on to it forever. Now, I know that parents hold on to this shit forever because it's sentimental and all that kind of stuff, but they actually really like it, and they make sure to put it out each and every year. Even when Teddy's 45, they bring out the turkey that he brought together that's made out of his fucking hand design. Eventually, parents let that stuff go. Not Teddy's parents. Not these parents. Oh, this slapping tour. I'll sell T-shirts on it. I'll let you know where I'm going to be, and I'll even tell the people, hey, I'm here to slap the shit out of you. Just to let you know. It's a mother's fault. She should have swallowed Teddy's. As a society, do we even let these stories from a 10-year-old get traction? If I tried this at 10, my dad would have told me to shut the fuck up and go outside. You can get in trouble for beating up on Downsy people. Oh, Greta's just on the spectrum. She's just been a little touched. She's been a little touched. That's all. That's all she is. 
Uh, let's see. Who are we going to go with next? Oh. Before I get to that. Um, congratulations going to Juicy Smollett. Remember him? Juicy Smollett was the brother that got beat up in Chicago by a couple of Trump supporters that were wearing MAGA hats. And they beat the living piss out of him and they had a noose. But the one thing that didn't happen was nothing bad happened to Juicy's Subway sandwich. It was fully intact still. You would think that if you got beat up by a couple of white supremacists, they're probably going to stop your sandwich too. Special Prosecutor Dan Webb says the appellate court ruled on every issue Mr. Smollett raised in our favor and against him. This was a resounding and profound victory for us today. Having a dissenting voice in the ruling is not common. The decision by the appellate court is final. What happens next is Mr. Smollett can file a petition for a higher appeal to the Illinois Supreme Court, which he will do, before he goes back into jail. Now, you would think that Jesse Smollett, you know, he's, he's an actor in Hollywood. He's on the gay side. You, you'd think being around a bunch of showering dudes would be all right for him. It'd be, like, be kind of like a spa. I mean, you, you could enjoy your time in there. I mean, there's arts, crafts, plenty of butt sex going around. You, you could make some of them moccasins before, you know, Scurrying off to the showers to, you know, run a train or be a train, have a train run on you. <laughs> Just come on, man. <laughs> By the way, did anything happen to those two Nigerian fellas? You remember the two Nigerian fellas that did beat him up, that he paid to beat him up, that he paid with in check? I mean, <laughs> He should be thrown in jail because he paid with a check. How do you pay with a check? Do you not know how checks work? And they can check that? It's in the name. You see? Check. <laughs> now if he really gets beat in prison, there will be a doubt if it's true. Natural consequences. You know what? Hey, here's an idea. Here's an idea. Put him in with Jared Fogle. He and Jared Fogle, they could do they 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 could start their own restaurant chain. It could be a sandwich and toss salad fucking place. Jared makes the salad while Jesse tosses the salads. Pay it with a check. That way they can cancel it after they walk away. Yeah, that would have been a smart move because those two Nigerian brothers would have came back. Was this subject line on the check for ass whooping? I, I, I don't recall. But you just don't pay for it in check. Don't pay for it on credit card. See? See, this is this, this younger generation. They aren't very smart because they're going to get caught because none of them like using cash. They all want to Venmo it to them or... I don't know, whatever fucking Zell. It's almost like going to Applebee's. Almost. It's kind of a forced app. You that's what we call it. Forced Applebee's. We we 
when you go to forced Applebee's, you know that you're either getting your salad tossed or you're tossing a salad. Mm-mm, good. Jesse Smollett thinks so. And, you know, we can laugh about this and everything, but here, here's, here's where I want to go because it's the way my mind works. And ask family, I'm asking you this seriously, if y'all can come up with this. What was the purpose of that? Like, what did he think that he was going to gain? I remember, like, after a couple days after it happened, that he did some sort of concert and people, because he was on the show Empire. But what did he think? Did he think he was going to become like, I don't know, a, a, a bigger star with that? When he filed the appeal, he should have said, no, get your ass in jail. Notoriety and sympathy. Sympathy on his next gig and make more money. Huh. Bump up his career exposure? Well... All right, look, I can, I, I'll play with that. But the problem is, you got your ass beat. You're not going to come across as a leading man. Like if, if I'm a casting agent, and and I'm thinking about casting a leading man for anything outside of comedy. I mean, Juicy Smollett could be a leading man on a comedy show. It, it, it may be there, but people would have... And, and by the way, he better be funny, which he's not. And by the way, he's not a very good actor to begin with. But you want at least a man. I mean, even a gay man. He was getting written off Empire. This was to get him to stay on the show. Was this before Bubba Wallace or after? Uh, I believe this was after Bubba Wallace, who saw the rope in the garage that's used to bring down the garage door, but he said it was a noose, and the FBI got involved, and everybody got involved, and it was a national story. Oh, the good old boys of NASCAR. First of all, y'all didn't need... This is like when Morgan Wallen apologized for using the N-word. I still don't know who he apologized to, because his listeners didn't give a fuck. And do you really think that hardcore NASCAR fans gave a fuck about a noose, allegedly, in the garage area? Y'all remember how NASCAR started, right? Bubba was after Juicy? Okay. Same thing. Whatever. Y'all don't remember how NASCAR started? NASCAR started with old moonshiners. And where were moonshiners? Oh, they were in the Jim Crow South. So... To think that this is a new thing, I mean, I mean, I'm not calling NASCAR racist. I'm not. It might sound a lot like I'm calling NASCAR, but they aren't. Here's the deal. Well, why aren't there more black drivers? Because driving is a very expensive sport to get into. That's why. Not a lot of inner city kids can get into it. It's kind of like baseball. 
We don't see a lot of Colombian drivers. Now, now in Formula One, or I'm sorry, Formula uh, we see a lot of, of foreigners and, and, and a lot of, you know, names that have way too many consonants in there. Because that's more of a global thing. You see NASCAR, stock car racing, that's a southern thing that they made into an American thing. But it was a southern thing first. Now, they, look, look, they're trying to become diverse as they can. But it's still NASCAR, and it's still done in the South. So just let, let, let's just stop, shall we? By the way, a warship was shot at yesterday, uh, and some other ships were shot at. Uh, they're saying that it was uh, Yemen, some Yemen rebels that were shooting at it uh, all during all this Israeli stuff. Hey, hey, you motherfuckers. Hey. All you motherfuckers in Shittistan and beyond. Now, I told y'all, don't fuck with my damn World Series, and you didn't. And I appreciate that. Got the college football playoffs coming on. We don't need World War III starting before that. All right? All right? Because you want some problems. Look here. You want some problems? You got some crazy fucking people to deal with here. First of all, you got Michigan. Who lives in Michigan? Ted Nugent. Who's the Michigan Wolverine fan? Ted Nugent. You don't want his ass coming after you, do you? Hell no, you don't. Washington, they're probably going to be on your side. So we we aren't even going to talk about that. You're going to fuck around with college football in Alabama? Boy, that's about the dumbest thing I ever heard of. And then you're going to fuck with the almighty state of Texas? Don't do it. Do not do it. Mm -mm Mm-mm-mm. Rebels are backed by Iran. Oh, it's Iran. I, I I heard it was Yemen. Is Yemen and Iran the same? I hope I, I hope they're not. Because if they are, that just sounded dumb. But my last story of this first break before we get to talk to Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. The climate czar. John Kerry, uber-liberal from Massachusetts, was at the United Nations Climate Change Summit known as COP28, which was being held in Dubai, but has come out and said, we will be working to accelerate unabated coal phase-out across the world. Meaning that the U.S. is is committed to shutting down all coal mining plants. Now, I'm sure that's not going to go over well in Pennsylvania or West Virginia or Wyoming or Ohio. You see, they do a lot of coal mining there. There's thousands and thousands of jobs. And look here, we can make fun of the ones in West Virginia because those people aren't that well educated. Those people that live in them hollers there. Oh, by the way, Kentucky also. Kentucky's already, uh, you know, a blue state or whatever. I, I don't know the colors. They're already a Republican state, so it doesn't matter for them. They will never give it up. 
We're committed to giving up on coal. So how are we going to power things? Hmm? Are we going to hope that the moon gives up some sort of fucking electrical charge? Are, are, are we just all supposed to rub our feet really, really fast on the carpet with socks on and then touch something and it's supposed to start? How are we going to do it? Solar? Well, it's too expensive. By the way, by the way, if we get rid of the coal mining plants, how will you charge your electric vehicles? Solar? So sick of this climate change bullshit. Fight, fuck right off. Commercials blaming gas companies for farmers failing that is not even related. The Yahoo article blaming climate change for bad food. Fuck off with all this unrelated bullshit. It's all a scare tactic, and this is the best part. This, you want to know the best part about this? Is this story that I'm about to post right here for you. Now, first of all, these are planes that are about to head out of Munich, Germany, where a lot of world leaders had to fly in to refuel so they could get to Dubai. And it's, it's wintertime in the Northern Hemisphere, which means what? That's right, you guessed it, snow. Planes were frozen to the tarmac. <laughs> Planes that were supposed to be headed to Dubai to talk about climate change, a.k.a. global warming, were frozen to the tarmac. Why couldn't they meet on Zoom or Microsoft? Because they don't care. Kale, Kale, you know the answer to that. They can't do that. How many were private jets? All of them. None of these world leaders are going to fly commercial. And making sure they keep the mouse moving so they look like they're present. Kayla Chuck says, but 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 Arnie, the snow is a sign of global warming. Yes, just like that black guy was the black face of white supremacy in California. See, they they're really awesome at changing the narrative when they when they when they're shown to be wrong. Can't rub peepees over Zoom. Because they want to waste taxpayer money. Rules for thee and not for me. Oh, it's so fantastic. It's so great when this stuff happens. So this guy the meetings for climate change, but what are they really doing? Hookers and blow and global domination meetings. Absolutely. They're trying to figure out where they're going to steal their next children from to bring it. Look, do you know what this was? I, I'm going to tell you why they were meeting in Dubai. They're meeting in Dubai because Dubai is sitting by, and this is my humble opinion. Dubai is sitting there, and and Saudi Arabia, and they have all this oil, and they know we have all this oil, and they keep talking about all this electric this and electric that and electric this and electric that. Well, the UAE is going to wine and dine these guys to change their mind. 
And these guys have no fucking way. There's no way they're ever going to get away from oil because they make too much money from it. What they're doing is figuring out how they can keep hiding the pictures of all those women and children in the Sudan who are starving to death as they are mining for cobalt. Google that. Google a picture that has 50,000 people, 50,000 people working in a mine. And please tell me how 50,000 human beings who are hitting rocks and digging up cobalt is not bad for the economy. But coal mining is. It's fucking stupid. They treat us like we're dumb. Now, if you want to drive an electric vehicle, more power to you. If you I, I, I'm going to say this till I'm blue in the face. If you want to live or leave a, a world that's better to your kids than you found it, cleaner, all that kind of stuff, go for it. Go for it. But when America is responsible for all of, what, 2.4% of, of, of world pollution, 2%. That's what we're, we're responsible for that. What's China responsible for? Oh, safety guide, no, you can't, you can't apply logic here. But that's a rule that shows that you have to apply logic here. But yes, they, they, don't, they don't give a fuck about... Why would a 70-year-old fucking... Here, here's the question you need to ask yourself. Why would a 70-year-old care about what's going to happen to the planet in 75 years? Real quick, I ask that question about anybody. Why would you? Why do you care about what happens to the planet in a hundred years? You're not going to be here. The end. Now, this isn't a, a free pass to go and start burning tires in the middle of the street. Have some decorum. But why should any of us give a fuck what happens to the Earth in a hundred years? I don't care. Saw a news article saying electric vehicles have 80% more breakdowns than fossil fuel burners. Well, 28 of the top 30 dirtiest cities are in China. Oh, I, look, the, the first city in America is in Oregon. It's ranked 168. That's right, I said it, Oregon. And then the second most polluted city, which is down in around like 197, or it might be 297 and 248, I don't know, is another city in Oregon. They care because they love children just like Epstein. Probably. I just find it funny. I find it funny that everybody loses their mind over this shit. As I was working on uh, predictions for 2024 this morning, went to a couple websites to see what kind of predictions are out there because I haven't really thought that much about it. I do have my Deadpool ready to go for 2024. But on a couple of these sites, climate catastrophe. Well, if there's going to be a climate catastrophe in 2024, why didn't they warn us about it? Because they're warning us about things that are going to happen in 100 years. You can't tell us what's going to happen next year. You're going to tell us in 100 years what it's going to be like? Okay. They're just virtue signaling. In 2035, will be repealed uh, once Newsom's successor wants that gas money. 
I'm surprised the state of California hasn't fought it. Because to me, it... To me, it sounds like California's saying, look, there are roads, and we're going to tell you what you can and can't drive on them because driving is a privilege. I think they're stupid. Uh, do people not remember last summer when they a- asked electric car owners to not charge during summer? Yeah, what's going to happen to all that? It's interesting, big blue overpopulated cities with electric cars can have poop, smog, homeless people, but us rural living people type people have uh, clear skies, cows, clean water, and just a few town drunks. Now, they're educated because they live in the city. You, You live in the sticks, heck. Who said it earlier? Rules for thee and not for me. They are an elite class. They look down upon you. They think they're smarter than you are when 95% of the world is smarter than every politician that's out there. It's sickening. It's repugnant. But I'm not getting upset about it because we gave in once. We stopped being America once. We were forced to stop being America once. What's going to... A, a, a few dead pigeons or, or oh, my God, uh, all these dead fish in the, from, from receding uh, waters. Oh. My favorite thing of last summer, and I say my favorite thing of last summer, and I, I use that as a, a lame excuse to just blast this story. Every day last summer, I, I watch the news because I'm a dork and I like to party. And I watch the 5 o'clock local news pretty much every single day. And every day over the summer, they kept telling us about how hot it was. Oh, my God, it's so hot. By the way, we didn't even have the most days ever in 100 degrees for the state of Texas. didn't even come close. But my question for all of them is, it's hot in Texas in the summertime. Wait, what? No, nobody told me about this. Are they doing these stories for all the people that are transplants here that don't realize how fucking hot the South gets during dur- during the summertime? But Arnie, with all this global warming, I'm sorry, climate change, it's hotter than it's ever been. Well, you know, the, you know what's so interesting about that? Not only did we not have the most days over 100 degrees this summer, I think it was like the fourth most. Hmm. Interesting. And we didn't even have that many record-setting days. I think we had like two record-setting days, which means every high-temperature record was safe except two days for an entire summer, which meant it's been hotter. Oh, this is the hottest the globe's ever been. Well, that's not true. I can point to that. I can point to it. I mean, it's an easy, logical point and click. But I know, I know, I know. You can't use logic with these fucking people. Oh, all right. 775-357-FANS is the number. And goddamn right, it's not a dry heat. That's fucking wet as shit. Uh... 775-357-FANS, ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. You can always hit me up at Mixler as well. Joe Murphy coming up next.
inside You lock me up inside your dirty cage Well, I'm alone inside my mind I like to teach you all the rules I get to see them set in stone I like it when you chain me to the bed But then you see it's never shown Bartender, I really did it this time Broke my parole to have a good time When I got home, it was 6 a.m. The door was locked, so I kicked it in She was tripping on the bills I think she was high on some pills She threw my things out into the yard Then she called me a bum and slapped me real hard 
show's got more ass on it than a public toilet. Probably more diseases, too. The Arnie State Show. Call 775-357-FAS. Good morning and welcome back to the show, ass family. I hope that everybody is having a good morning so far. There's Christopher. 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 Vagina. Is that my piece, Chrissy? Wish Christopher. Pleasure, Christopher, to finally meet you in person. Yo, Christopher, what's up? Christopher, great job on the reviews this weekend, my friend. Lady Ballers and Silent Night, you are an MVP. He says Trump's voice. See, Billy, Vagina. 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 All right, we got to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy here because we have a lot of college football to talk about, and I cannot wait. Um, let's see. Call Joe. <clears throat> it's ringing. Hello. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. How are you, my friend? I am doing well. How are you, oh, Mr. Stokes? I am doing great this morning, boy. Do we have a plethora of college football to talk about? Yeah. I'm glad that the wind is at your back this uh, every season. Baseball, football. You're just coasting right in, aren't you, buddy? Well, this might be my last year of watching sports because if the trifecta yeah. happens, I can't watch sports anymore. Before we get to anything, Joe, I was going through my archives of records that I keep for the show. And, yes, we will talk about our NFL picks yesterday as well. Um, oof. Oof. Oh, boy. Um, I hope you're not whooping for me. No, oh, I'm not. But let me, uh, we'll get to it. Okay. We'll get to it. Um, uh, we'll get to that. We'll get to it. I just really quick, though, I wanted to. Um, I, oh I'm doing a show from the USS Daryl R. Ford today. Okay, nice. Right in the middle of the Red Sea. Okay. So if things get crazy, just, I'll let you know. Okay, I appreciate you. Stay safe. Right, you. Thank you. <laughs> um. At the beginning of the season, this college football season, I had us pick our final four teams, and I have them in front of us right now, Joe. You hear that? I have them. Now, that's good stuff. Uh, I, I, I found like that. this morning. Um, uh, on, on your list, we'll go through your final four that you had for this season. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Your first one, Georgia. Oh. Yeah, you, you missed that one. You, you, you missed that one. That's okay. Right. Number two seed you had was Alabama. Ding, motherfucking die! You got that one, my friend. Wow, Murphy has both SEC teams. And you know, we'll talk about it later. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, our number three team that you had picked was Ohio State. Fuck you two. Did not make it. And Man, the, I'm so close. It's a story of my life. And the final team, your number four, was the U- USC Trojans. Hoo-ha. Did not make oh, it. That is, that is uh, chasing that high cheese. You're done, yeah. kid. Yeah, that's horrible. Now, Arnie's list, number one, I had Georgia. <laughs> Fuck that one up. My number two seed, I also went with that same high cheese of USC. Hoo-ah. Missed that one. My number three seed, I don't have a team in yet, Joe. 
You have. I you know, Chip, but like I said, you have real teams in. So go ahead. No, my number three pick was Clemson. Fuck you too. Clemson wow. screwed you know me. <laughs> Not only you trying to go to the ACC, we're going deep into the ACC, weren't you? Yep. And my number, yeah. my number four pick, just so happened to be. The Texas Longhorns. So you and I both have one team from our original picks in. You have Alabama, I have Texas. Well, you know, that's not too bad. And we were right right there on a couple. You know, the USC thing, we, you know... We should have known, you know, you can't go to school in Watts, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> Things are going to happen. Uh, Ohio State could have been. They, they could have been. You were, you were right there. And so mm. was Georgia. Well, so I mean, was Georgia. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I can't stand Harbaugh. He just always, there's always a kink in his armor, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he always shows it or whatever. A kink. What is it in the armor? A chink in the armor. Thinking, you know, thinking. Yeah. That's like racist. But anyway, um, <laughs> uh, but, uh, but, he, you know, but he didn't show this year. He, man, he really he pulled together a good team. Man. I, I mean, I'm, I, I thought Ohio State would beat him. All right, so our, our final four, if you will, number one is Michigan. Number two yeah. is the University of Washington, Pac-12 champions, and Big, Big Ten and Pac-12 champions, respectively. Number three is Big 12 champion, the Texas Longhorns. And number four is the SEC champion, Alabama's a Crimson Tide. Joe, my question for you is, did the committee get it right? Well, I don't think, I don't, like I told you last week, that's like going to be, it's going to be out of control. I don't think you can get it right. I really don't think you can get it right. You know, they're talking about going to 12 teams in 2024. And you know what's going to happen then? The 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 number thirteen teams. Oh God! Yeah. Us? Wait, oh, wait yeah. We deserve in. It's always going to be somebody begging the guy that you know. Remember when it was the coaches again? The, and the, the sports writers voted the champion. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! yeah oh, and, oh believe me! Everybody was crying. It was second. So we brought in fourteen. Now the fifth guys are crying that we belong. In. So it doesn't matter when two year playoffs. It's hard to. I think that. I think that. Georgia. I mean uh, Georgia. And uh, boy, Florida State. I, I think Georgia. I think Georgia and um, Florida State are the same. In other words, they're kind of the same thing to me. They're both like, what? Wait a minute. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, from a, now I'm gonna play devil's advocate. I'm okay. glad the Longhorns are there. I really am, and I believe they deserve to be there. I agree. <laughs> Gee, I concur. Thank you. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm not trying yeah. to be a dick here because I have the principles of what it takes, but you continue to go ahead. You have the principles. Uh, the, they call him Arnie Algorithm State. They do. Okay. Now, uh, but I, I do, you know, I think that's a very deserving. I really do. I, I'm just speaking, as de- uh, you know, being a devil's advocate, you know, um, Georgia, you know, Georgia lost a game. Um, but they, uh, but they still should have gotten. But Florida State, you're ranked number four. This is my only argument. You're ranked number for going. You are the fourth best. They've already told the country, hey buddy, these guys are the fourth best team in the country. 
and then they won their last, they went undefeated, they should stay the fourth ranked best team in the country. Now, that being said, uh, there's strength of schedule, there's other issues that go into it. Well, so I understand, uh, you know, things that, but I just think that it's by, you know, it's by a, a hair of your chin that they get in. You know what I mean? Well, I would like to point out, this is from the College Football Committee's website. The principles of being selected by the committee. It says, the selection committee will select the teams using a process that distinguishes among otherwise comparable teams by considering conference championships won. Now, Georgia is out because they didn't win a conference championship. Florida State yeah, still in. I don't in. believe in history. I don't believe in history. I don't believe it's based on the season. Go ahead. Okay. Strength of schedule. Yeah. Now, if you looked at the, the strength of schedule, Texas, I believe, of the four teams had these strong. If, if not Texas, then Alabama, and Texas was second. Head-to-head competition. Well, there was only – Texas played Alabama, and they beat Alabama, and Alabama's the SEC champion. We won our championship. We should be in. Right. On that, I love that. I love that argument mm-hmm. because, like in college basketball, some of them I don't like the smaller, you know, conferences getting in. But you win your, I mean, the, that's because that's the tournament champion. I think they should take the you know, season champion. Mm-hmm. I'll give you that one. Yeah, you are your conference champion. You should deserve to go to a, a, some type of a playoff. Yep. Now, there are two more. <clears throat> Comparative outcomes of common opponents without incenting margin of victory, which we all know they all count margin of victory. Um. We don't really have a lot. But here's the last one, and this is why journalism is dead everywhere. No one reported the last principle. The last principle is, and this is on their website, other relevant factors such as unavailability of key players and coaches that may have affected a team's performance during the season or likely will affect its postseason performance. You just put the eye right back in the team. Um, it's on the committee's website. They said, uh, hey. No, I'm not you, they did. I mean, that's just, I mean, come on. Arnie, that brings up a great thing because, you know, it's the team, right? The team. Which team is the best team? You got to have depth. You gotta be. You gotta. You gotta. You gotta run till you puke all season, so that you got. You got stamina. I mean, you gotta have depth. It's team. It's coach. I don't care. All that's supposed to be the package, is it not? It, it, it's supposed to be, but Florida State isn't bringing the same package. They changed their package. <laughs> Florida State package. changed it. They, they transitioned. They transitioned on us. They Lee Thomas us. And and yeah. and here's 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 a key stat. I want you to think about this. Oh, went from like worst to first, kind of right. In the ACC championship, Florida State got 219 yards total offense, compared to 188 yards compared uh, 188 yards by Louisville. That, those aren't good teams. Neither one of those teams would have competed. Right, right. No, I, I get that. I, I, I get that. I, you know, and they use these factors each week. Believe the You know, what's that sound when you hit the button on, like, on your phone and the kids got, and then you hear the next thing. That's what it's doing all the time. You know, and each week once the BCS start. So going into that, 
it was, you know, Florida State, but, you know, they did that, did their little thing, and came up number four, and then after the thing was all, after the dust cleared, they weren't number four anymore, and, and, I, and, I, and I appreciate that, and I do believe Texas does belong in there, I really do, um, and I'm not just saying that, because, uh, but I, you know, I'm telling you, like I said, if, if I was a Seminole, or if I was even like a, a bulldog, I, you know, I would probably skip class today. Uh, House Paints is Arnie Ohio State won in 2014 with the third string starting quarterback. Just admit FSU got fucked, and the SEC bias is alive and well. Um, do I think? Of course, there's an SEC bias. There always has been. Why? Because they travel and they spend money. They, look, I'm, I'm sorry. The pack to look. The, well, the team I feel bad for. Also, you know, all those SEC people think that they're the deepest conference, you know, the talent-wise and everything else. And they're not. Know, that Florida State cages chickens around, you know, and choose the fastest mm-hmm. guy. Look, the ACC at one time was a solid conference. You had Clemson that was good. You had Miami that was decent. You had Florida State in there. Duke was showing their head. The SEC always has Alabama, Georgia, and LSU. Those are the three teams that they, they, they like to switch the, the first place title of. Every yeah. few years. And the Big 12 has Texas and Oklahoma. That's it. Now the Big 12 yeah. has Dick and fuck the Big 12, but I'll get to that in a second. So when you see that stat, you go, well, Florida State doesn't belong. Then you see the stat, the University of Texas. I just want to point this out. Ollie Gordon II was the country's leading rusher going into this game, averaging 120 yards a game. Ollie Gordon got 31 yards rushing in this game. The Texas Longhorns had 33 first downs. That's a team that belongs in the playoff. And, and like I said, if somebody walked up to me today and said, you know, ask me, are you okay with the final four in college football? I'd say, yeah. And, and, but if they said, are you okay with this, this, the way it gets there, the system? Uh, it's just slightly flawed, I would be my oh, answer. Yeah, uh, yeah. It is, you know, so we'll see. But yes, but I totally contend with them uh, being there because, you know, they, they they played some, you know, they beat, I beat Alabama. Alabama beat Ohio State. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, you know, they're obviously a good team. They're a really good team. You know, uh, they won. They, they you gotta have you gotta be able to play defense. You're not gonna be in the final four. And Texas can obviously play some defense mm-hmm. when they need to. When they need to. Well, we we did all year. I mean, we we did have the best rushing defense in the country. I mean, all you gotta do is there look at the stats. There you go. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, Nebraska was right up there too. I was kind of proud of them for that. Yeah. So here's the thing. Do I feel bad for Florida State? Absolutely. I mean, Florida State has a chance because we're gonna talk about bowl games here after we talk about the final four bowl games. They got a hell of a bowl game, and, and I can't wait to see it. And they have a chance to go 14-0 this season and have a legitimate cri- uh, gripe. Now, I don't know if they're going to get that imagine, last win. Could you imagine back in, like, 1993, somebody saying, yeah, Florida State went 14-0 and didn't win the national championship? <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Deion so. Sanders, we wouldn't see him today. He killed himself. Mm. Good morning, America, this morning also. All right, good. Uh, So the New Year's Day games are set. Good call. Both Lake Superior and the Great Salt Lake are are wooing me to enter the transfer portal. The transfer portal. Do what now? Oh, 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 are they really? Oh, so the Superior and the Great Salt Lake are entering. They want me to enter the transfer portal. You know, pull me out of Lake Tahoe. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I have seen. Superior or, you know, I, I don't know. I'm talking about. Um, 
I, I have seen that the Oklahoma quarterback has entered the, the portal. Uh, I've been asked a bunch of times, and I'm, I, I, I want your opinion on this. Um, we'll start with my game, which is the last game on New Year's Day, Texas and Washington. Quinn Ewers, the, head, the, lead, the starting quarterback for the Longhorns, is rumored to be coming back to Texas because when he got hurt, he thinks his draft stock fell. But having the game against Texas Tech that he had, having the Big 12 championship game, if he has a big game against Washington and leads them to the national title, do you think he comes back? You're talking about this Ewers kid, yeah. correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, I have a crystal ball, you know. And I can look into it. I can see the future. And what I see is, I don't know how we're going to get there. It's so foggy. You know, crystal balls can be foggy. But uh, it, it, what I see is Arch Manning starting that bowl game, winning, <laughs> and thus launching his illustrious career. Wow. I, I don't know how that would happen, but I, I mean. Well, cold injury. It happens. Okay. Well, uh, it, it would be very interesting to see. Here's what I, I think. I think- I think he comes back. I think. Sorry to cut you off, Barney. No, I know ahead. I do it all the time. Um, I, uh, I think, I think him, boy, you know what? He's not a high draft pick. The only reason you leave or you enter the transfer portal, if you're gonna. I mean, is yours? He's a senior. You're saying? Or no, no, he's no, a junior. No, he's a junior. Yeah, because he's got, he's got, because he's got arc breathing down his neck, huh? Well, the the thing is, they think that, that Quinn Ewers is going to come back to Texas and Arch is going to transfer. Here, I think that Malik Jefferson, the second string guy, is going to transfer. I think Arch stays and I think Ewers stays. And I think it's a good thing for the first year in the SEC to have a seasoned quarterback like Ewers. I, I would love to see that. And, and now is, is Arch, I don't think Arch is red shirt uh, eligible now, huh? No, you get six games. You, you can play in up to six games and be red. He's going to be redshirted this year. Oh, you can claim a redshirt way after the, well after the season. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah it, it used to be. He, you know, he's offered that redshirt season. You know, I hope you do get that combine. You know, you'd be happy as a lark, you know, to oh, get I would. that one back. I, I think that they I think Malik Jefferson is the quarterback that's probably going to enter the the transfer portal and good for him because I, I think that he he needs to uh, yours was a first round pick but for hurt I think he still goes in the NFL draft goes third or fourth if he goes I don't know if he goes but with all and that said that other guy's number two on the Texas Jeff chart uh, art still walks by him going n i l oh buddy. yeah oh absolutely um so <laughs> That game, uh, Texas is opening as a four and a half point favorite. I'm seeing so far uh, already. I gotta say, kind of bullshit to make Washington travel so far, but it is what it is. Uh, so that game will be on at 7:45 from the New Orleans uh, Superdome. Oh, I thought it was gonna be in Atlanta. It's in New Orleans. Fuck, this is a home game for the Longhorns. Jesus. Um, yeah, <laughs> now I'm kind of excited. Uh... You know, but they, 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 I mean, they drew up themselves. I mean, they, uh, uh, you know, they, they wanted to make the ball, and four's got to play one. There's no getting around that. So, no, I mean, no, no. Yeah, we have one place four. So, Michigan takes on Alabama well, in the Rose Bowl. Yeah, that's the Sugar Bowl. That's you guys you guys going down the street mm-hmm. to play Washington in the Sugar Bowl. Yeah. Uh, okay. And that game is the late game on New Year's Day. The early game, well, the earlier game, playoff game, is Alabama and Michigan – Michigan is opening as a one-and-a-half-point favorite in the granddaddy of them all, the Rose Bowl. 
which I have been several times, mm-hmm. and it is the granddaddy of a stadium, okay? Um, but, the, and you know, folks, please, because, you know, it is Monday, you know, Arnie calls me unexpectedly on a Monday morning. I haven't had my coffee, so <laughs> just kind of bear with me. But, uh, yeah, that's been down in Pasadena. <clears throat> Boy, you know, always stop in. I love to stop in and see Penny when I go to Pasadena. Of course, you have to see Penny. For the big band, yes, he's there. And yeah. then, uh, mm-hmm. you know, of course, the, uh, I think Cedric, the entertainer, lives next to those white people down there, too. Oh, are they, I did not know that they lived in Pasadena. Well, isn't that yeah. something? Yeah, yeah, Dave ran for city council. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to live in this fake world. Um, so, uh, you know, I'm going to take... You no, 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 we're, no, no, we're not picking them. We're just, I, I'm just, we're meanly just talking about them right now. Uh, yeah. We will pick them later, but uh, great games. Alabama, Michigan, that's a fantastic game. And Texas, Washington, I think, can be a fantastic game as well. And the best thing about that Alabama, Michigan game is to see uh, SEC. It's more of a, it's more of a, I want to see SEC versus Big Ten. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, like I'm very interested. It's nothing. Alabama, it's like we got work to do. Uh, and then uh, – but then, and then same thing with, with Washington, um, Washington playing Texas. Wow, that'll be Big 12. Or, you know, I know yeah. you're going to the SEC next year, but that's like the Big 12 versus, I mean, it is Big 12 versus pack nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, they're, they're great games. Now, uh, there's only, uh, there's a bunch of game on New Year's. It, it, we're, we're, I'm just going to lay these out for you. Tennessee, Iowa, don't care about in the Citrus Bowl. Famously, uh, uh, the Steve Spurrier said you you couldn't spell Citrus Bowl without University of Tennessee, which is fantastic. The Fiesta Bowl, Oregon against Liberty. Liberty is undefeated. Oregon is going to kick the shit out of them. You know, a lot of credit for that Liberty uh, uh, schedule. I mean, not schedule. Um, institution or whatever. See, that kid, I can't believe it. Is that not uh, I mean, like, um What's his name? The the, the, the uh, preacher, uh, not of course, not Swagger. He does hustler. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, it's not Will Roberts because he has his own. You know, Jimmy, what is his name? Like, Fair Swagger. Well, it doesn't matter. Those guys are all gone now. All right, I just say it's like this tiny little church school, and look at them now making a little bag. They're not the only one. That's uh, out of the power five in any of those games. You know, make it on the New York Day six. House of Pain, he says they really have the middle finger to Oregon. Can't wait to play Liberty, but Oregon State gets to play Notre Dame. What a joke. Well, you're getting a fucking way bigger paycheck playing in the Fiesta Bowl. Yeah, take your toastitos, buddy. Okay? Dip them in some money, and you'll be fine. Now, Um, go ahead. But Liberty gets pounded. Come on. Um... The the one game that I see on, on this list right now that I really can't wait to watch is on December 30th, the Saturday. Um, January 1st is on a Monday. It's the uh, Capital One Orange Bowl. Number six, Georgia against Florida State. Woo! Georgia's a 14-point favorite. New Year's Day Bowl? No, that's not a New Year's Day Bowl. That's, de- that's December 30th. Oh, okay, yes. 
Georgia, Florida State. Florida State's gone, boy. They got a chip on their shoulder. So does Georgia. That's so that's so fuck off everybody ball. Yeah. Oh, I I, I want to watch that. That game could be a fucking slobber yeah. knocker right there. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. You thought the South you thought the South was hot during the Civil War? Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna lie here, is your boy? How about then on um Let's see. This is Friday. December. You know what? None of my jokes work. You might think about getting as a laugh track. Thank you. I'm tired of this. All right, go ahead. How about the 10 and 2 Missouri Tigers in the Cotton Bowl against Ohio State? Mizzou. You know, the Mizzou's one of those, uh, you know, where nobody ever gives them any credit. But they're like up and down, you know, like, you know, you have to do your. The perennials stick around every year and, and stuff. And Missouri gets gets hot, and they're they're not nice. It's on ESPN Plus. I'll be tuning into that bad boy. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, I, I, I like Ohio State. I got a root for the Big Ten. Okay, I I mean, it, you know, it's funny, and and I love saying this to Aggie fans to see that Missouri has had far more success in the SEC than Texas A and M has. Yeah, it's hilarious. Right. Went over from the Big Twelve. Yeah. Oh, I think it's hilarious. I think this is a decent game. I it's kind of boring, but I, I'll watch some of it. Um, Notre Dame, Oregon State in the Sun Bowl. Yeah. The classic Sun Bowl. It's in Dallas. No, it's in El Paso, my friend. Oh, the Sun Bowl, right, right, El Paso. This guy, I think that's staying there. He's keeping up for the Sun Bowl. That's yeah. it. Yeah, well, no, I think UTEP plays there. Oh, okay, does UTEP play. Um, Which, can you play that for more, you know, the more you know? <laughs> no, would you play that for me real yeah, quick? Yeah, hold on a second. Let me get, let, let me get it ready. Uh, there you go. The University of Texas, El Paso. I don't know what year it was, but that was Western Texas University, mm-hmm. or West Texas University. Also, they fielded the very first all five African American uh, men at uh, starting uh, starting five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the very first starting five African American men. Yeah, you know what? And so, just so you know, that is UTEP. But if you do get out, out to El Paso, do not ask where the Riverwalk is because it's not there. <laughs> no, that's in San Antonio. I yeah, know that all I know, Texas I cities that. I look that. like. I was drinking then. <laughs> Here's the other thing: uh, that that UTEP team. There's a movie about it. Now, don't get it confused with one of yours, Joe. This one's called Glory Road, not yeah, Glory Hole. I did that with uh, Jenna Jameson. No, no. See, you're thinking oh. of the wrong one. Okay, all right. Uh, Texas Western beat Kentucky with the first five black starting five. Yes, and do you know that uh, uh, Pat Riley? was on that team coached by Adolph Rupp at the University of Kentucky. Now that right there is boom. Was Pat Riley at West Texas or was Pat Riley at Kentucky? He was at Kentucky. Yeah, because of course Rupp made his name at Kentucky, but he was the coach at the time, was he not? He was a player at Kentucky. Was he at West Texas? Pat Riley was one of it was like the starting guard for for Kentucky, and and Adolph Rupp was the head coach. I know, but who plays? I mean, who was the coach for the starting five African Americans? I have no idea. I just know him from the oh, movie. But why are we bringing up Kentucky? That's who they played. Yeah, that's and, who UTEP played. 
Okay, I got you now. I thought that's what you said. And, you were, and I was like, why is he focusing attention did, on that slick back L.A. Laker coach? Did, did, did you fall down over the weekend, Joe? Did you get poisoned at McDonald's? <laughs> you know, I once uh, took a leak right next to Rick Pitino. Oh, there you go. That's your claim to fame. Uh, no, I can go on, buddy. Go on. Um. The only other bowl game that I'm halfway interested in, I, I see that Nevada did not get into a bowl game this year. And I said that, that's so unfair, so bad, <laughs> fired the coach Ken Wilson, who they they brought him in after Jay Norvell left. This Jay Norvell leaves for, for quadruple salary, goes to Colorado State, same conference, where he's going to pound his takes our best guys with them. Leaves and they hire this Ken Wilson. You know, he comes in they, at, the, at the end of the second season, he's done. They, but they, they fire him. And this is huge, uh, but I, I really feel bad for the guy. I think that's bullshit. At least let him bring in his own players, stuff like that. I mean, but they were just like, they were like, you know what, we don't have time for that. It was Nevada thinking. They're like, mm-hmm. we don't have time. We don't think, Kim, we don't think he's going to pull together anyway. So we got to go. I believe they are speaking with the member of the Texas Longhorn coaching staff. Mm. I'm not kidding. I'm not no, kidding. I, that, I that's believe true. it. Well, they they, they, they they can have our, our trainer. That That's fine. They, they don't get anybody else. Uh, you know, the trainer might be better than Ken Wilson. Yeah, I'm sorry, be. Ken. I have to try to make comedy as a living. The only other bowl game that halfway interests me is I will be a huge Oklahoma State fan on Wednesday, December 27th at the Tax Act Texas Bowl when the Oklahoma State Cowboys take on the Texas A&M Fighting Aggies. Oh, I hope Oklahoma State runs up the score on the Aggies. You just don't like it. Apparently, you're never going to be the swellest man. No, no. I am so looking forward to Thanksgiving next year because our rivalry is renewed with them, and they're going to be terrible, and I can't wait. I can't wait for the Tax Act versus the Tax Slayer Bowl. How about that? (laughs) That would be a big um, game. Someone just asked me, Trucker James says, did USC make a bowl game? USC is also playing on the same day, December 27th, in the Holiday Bowl in lovely San Diego, California. And they will be taking on the 15th-ranked Louisville Cardinal. Interesting you know game. What? Cardinals, you know, I get it. Cardinals, it's not the hell with USC. They're no good. Girl, I mean, they, they stuck. I want you to know for a while, uh, when I was uh, in school and after, we were the Holiday Bowl uh, favorites because we'd finished second to Oklahoma in the Big Eight. And, we, and that was, you know, back in the day, remember, if you were this, it said finished second this conference, you went to this bowl. Oh, yeah. So oh, yeah. We, we did the Holiday Yeah, we did the Holiday Bowl. And they love them because the Huskers got, they got a ton of alumni out there. So we were just the Holiday Bowl San Diego every year. American channel with being retired people. Um, I'm taking Louisville in that. I love them. I yeah. love, but, you know, I hate USC. Like I said, you know, I, you know, I used to live in Watts. Well, that doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me. You know, I think you're probably the one that started all the gang wars down there. Yeah, I've slung a lot of cream, bro. I've slung <laughs> a lot of cream. This shit got real down there, bro. I'll tell you right now. These motherfuckers uh, like, ain't playing. It, it, it used to be Crenshaw Boulevard, Joe Murphy. Now it's Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy. You know what? That's why I'm telling you, man. That's why that superior be after me. I hear you. Um, here's a question for you on that SC game, because we got a couple more stories to do uh, I got for you, Joe. Um, 
Does Caleb Williams play in that bowl game, or does he opt out to get ready for the NFL? As you and me both know, uh, uh, Ari, remember the days when I played the end and the seniors and the big bowl games and the big big games uh, in their career and stuff. Now, if you're NFL stock, uh, you're, you're gone. You're not, you're really, hey, listen, this is your agent, Sammy Epstein. Listen to me, bro. You cannot get hurt, okay? You're a bum. Get over it. Get home. Get some tape on that knee. You know, they can't. They won't. Yeah, I mean, the days are over when if, you, if you're going to be drafted in the NFL, you're not playing the ball game, so I don't think. He, I mean, I mean, he's not. He's. It's your choice. Tell him right now. You're going to be the fifth or the third pick in the NFL draft. Yeah, I'm off out of that. I could get hurt. So, all right. All right. So let me let me let me put a hat on you. The hat that I'm going to put on you is an NFL general manager hat. If you were an NFL general manager, and you had the opportunity to draft a guy who opted to leave his team to get ready for the next phase of his career, would you draft him? They do it all the time. I know, but I'm asking you, Joe, if uh, you oh, would draft you're him. Yeah, you're, you're getting, want me to get moral stuff. I get, I was going to say, what are you talking about? You, you know, business is business. I talked to you that from day one, Arnie. You, you um, did. You did. <laughs> you know, so it was the restroom at the Lotus radio station. Okay, I, we had quality time there. Um, let me think. Uh, boy, you know, I mean, I hate you. I mean, it comes to you, just, but it's like you, your job is to make your team the best. So you're a pro, you're getting paid, you pay big money. You got a corner office, buddy. And so and you got to make us winners. And I mean, and here comes this kid. But I mean, but, you know, his, only if his mama was in the corner going, I thought you'd give him an education. I go, you know, you want to take your fat ass back to school and you make your mama proud. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I got to draft a kid. I'm sorry. Uh, there's no way in hell. No way in hell I'd ever draft a guy who gave up on his team. And, and that goes for Christian McCafferty. Hey, hey, I, I, I'm sorry. That shows to me. That money is more important, and I know that money is important, but when you get in that team game, and I know that the NFL is still a business, I'm still old school mentality is that I want a guy there who's there to win and like him or hate him. You can say all the bad shit you want about Tom Brady, but tell me this. Why was Tom Brady never the highest paid quarterback when he won those Super Bowls? You know, I mean, because I'm going to say you know, I, First off, let me say, I you know what I love that world, Arnie. I love, I live in it. I wish we could live in it forever. I really do, and I want to, and I try to embrace that world. I really, really do. And you know, what did the judge say about that? <laughs> so, you know, when Daddy fucking always came home and shit. No, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I love that already. Believe me, I, if I could blink my eyes, be like genie or whatever, I'd go back to the time of genie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and be like, you know, when when it was like that. You're right. I love that stuff. The people. Anyway. Yeah, uh, House of Pain says easy fix. Tell them they don't get NIL money if they're healthy and they don't play in bowls. I, I wish they could do that to them. I mean, I, I, I think it's wrong. I, I, I think for a lot of guys – and I look at it from this standpoint as, as a team guy, as a guy who played sports all through high school and, and a little bit into college. Um, you, you lived and died with those guys. You know, you, you, you counted on those guys, and those guys counted on you to get a victory. 
and that has gone so far away in sports that oh, sports is just it, it 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 it's it's lost its edge and for a lot of these guys for a lot of those guys at USC this is the last football game they're ever going to play and their leader's not even going to be there because well he's got to get ready for the next part of his career he's saying fuck you you're not important to me and that's my opinion okay mine too mine too you know it really is. Uh, you know, like uh, you know, houses are eighteen, eighteen million dollars next to uh, the dumpster. You know, I mean, right. that's just junkyard stuff like that. I mean, it's like uh, I love that. I mean, and you know what I think about Arnie is, uh, you know, a hundred years ago, did we, you know, when we watch those highlights, uh, you know, Super Eight, we don't know about it. those people were talking passionately about stuff as we are today. You know, mm-hmm. and we're just like, we don't give a fuck. I don't want who, when, 1906. Oh, you know, like, it, it's just, time, that's what time sucks. Time heals everything, but also erases everything, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's why you suck the crap out of your life while you have it now. Um, all right, now we're going to move a little bit. We got a couple more stories since I have you here today. One is sports involved, another is not. The first one is sports involved, and it happened during the Big 12 championship game. The Dr. Pepper football shootout between players for 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 scholarship money. Did you happen to see this? Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you, if there was ever a time to get your woman, okay, husbands or whatever, boyfriends, or if you've hired a chick, okay, mm-hmm. let me tell you, the best time to get her interested in football was the Dr. Pepper triple overtime thriller at the Big 12 Championship. Yes, I saw her do that. I loved it, Arnie. Um, the, uh, well, they, they ended in a tie the first round. Then one of the fellas made a shot in the final seconds of overtime, forcing sudden death round. Then he came out on top in the shootout period, but some fans called foul because there was a technical error. Now, first of all, they need to get rid of this event if they aren't going to throw the football in. What is this okay. bullshit two-hand <laughs> fucking John Stockton pass? You're not required to be. Uh, you're not. You're not required to be John Elway for this for the thing. You, you, you can be Patrick Mahomes if you want. Okay, buddy. No, no, you can't. See, here's the thing. That hole in that Dr. Pepper can is ginormous. If you can't throw a football through that hole, you shouldn't be there. Ooh, Melissa. Remind me of those. Oh, no, okay, that's the No, that giant hole. Listen, then move them back. No, no, don't move them back. They tell them they have to throw overhand. If you don't throw overhand like a man, you're you're not throwing it down the court like Earl the Pearl Monroe. You're not trying to set up a three-point play by doing a two-hand touch pass. That's All bullshit. Right. If you played for the Rangers and every day everybody in there, and you came to the plate, they brought in this, this superstar underarm softball pitcher. I don't care, male or female, I don't care. This underarm that they just whiz that fucker. Okay? Oh, because this guy owns Arnie. Do we get to tell him how to throw the ball? Yeah, you in baseball you have to throw the hand the ball overhand. That's baseball. 
If they come in throwing underhand, then I'm going to, those are all well, legal pitches. I was quite the sidearm pitcher. I was a thinker, underarm kind of a, you know. Oh, I would, I would take your ass good. deep. That's the easiest fucking ball to spot. I see that thing coming out. I'm hitting it 600 feet. Flat as a board it comes in. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it, it goes know, out. I know. I learned it. I threw it. I learned. Fucking fireworks are going off. They're showing movies on that flight because it's so There's goddamn no long. That sucker comes in just flat. It, you know what? When they say you're throwing aspirin, that's what they call it. Like Nolan Ryan threw aspirin. That's what it looked like. You know, but when you're high even watermelons up there, buddy, <laughs> like that, that's, it. that's what that side arm, you know, you guys, you guys would try it. But you can't get that really big thing to jibs that they're Man, some guys launched it. Matt Williams, I'm not kidding, he graduated from Carson in 1988. I pitched against him. He hit a foul ball. It had not landed yet. Mm-hmm. I was not. See, but, but watching that, watching these guys do that throw in there, I was like, this is the most faggoty thing I've seen on fucking football in a long time. I'm done with it. I, I'm sad that Dr. Pepper is a part of this. I discussed that with, with a lady friend of mine, not an, not an employer. A, a client? Um, I discussed that with the, with, the, uh, with the close friend of mine. And I, I was saying, you know, you look at the football game. Okay, it's a football game. you got jerseys, everything. I said, but look how they'll watch how they'll throw the ball. Because it's, it's for $100,000 scholarship. Mm. And that ball, what is the most efficient way to get that stupid rectangular kind of looking ball into that round thing from this distance. And, if, you know, if we could have the, the guys from the Big Bang they draw up some kind of a program and see, no, you know, that's no. what it's come down to. It's actually the most efficient way to get the mm. most balls into that thing. And so if Dr. Pepper wants to, you know, walk around as Mrs. Pepper, okay, then they need... To, uh, they need to back them up and make them throw a little John Elway star yeah, or Danny right. Marino or something. Yeah, fuck all that yeah, bullshit. There are a lot of girls. What, what if that makes a lot of the girls lose on uh, a big losing streak? What no, happens? Too bad. Learn how to throw yeah, football. Listen, yeah, now you can't work in advertising either. I you're know. done with the sales. You're not the general manager, and now you're out of advertising, Arnie. Well, I'm really going to be fucked with this last story. Now, now, Joe, you texted me Saturday morning. That uh, you went to I McDonald's. Oh, no, no, no. You, you, no. You're fine. That you went to McDonald's, and uh, and you got yourself a couple of egg McMuffins, and you watched the games, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So McDonald's has announced that their new and improved burgers will include over 50 modifications. Here I am asking you because you're obviously a fan of the McDonald's, just like I am. Um. Did McDonald's need to do anything? You know, okay, did McDonald's You know what? But here's the thing. People, people ask that all the time. They say, did McDonald's need to do anything, right? So there was a time. Wrigley, you know, Wrigley deal. Wrigley gum. This guy's flying, Mr. Wrigley, the head of the whole company. This is the more you know. We'll wait till after. He's flying this guy next to Mr. Wrigley. Wrigley Spear McDonald, whatever. Uh, Wrigley's deal with the biggest McDonald. And he says, man, you know, Wrigley, you're the king of gum. I mean, you you own the market. I mean, it's Wrigley gum. It's like, not back yet. I'm saying it's kind of like stupid, but it's like, you're Wrigley. I mean, you're Wrigley. Why, why do you keep advertising so much? Why are you always advertising? And he said, son, he said, well, I don't know if he said, son, 
I don't know. Anyway, it's like, you know, this plane that we're on, we're doing pretty good, right? We're close. We're doing great. Flying along great. Why don't we shut the engines down off a little bit, let them rest? You know what? Let's just keep them fired up. Mm -hmm. me. Right. That's the theory behind that. That they're, 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 you got to keep going or they're, you know, this guy's right on your butt. And they, McDonald's is the... Well, I love your burger. Yes, I mean, it would taste wise. Yeah, I'm with Darty. Don't okay. change it. I love McDonald's. If I was going down the street for some reason, uh, if there was a burger king, a Taco Bell, and McDonald's, I would probably go to McDonald's. It depends. All right. All right. Real quick, then, Joe, what's your go to order at McDonald's? Lunch. Lunch or dinner? Okay, do you want uh, value menu on the streets, or you want uh, what I really would Well, order? what would be, if, if you went in there, let's say I was buying you lunch, and I said, Joe, you can get whatever you want, what would you get? All right, let's start off with the double quarter pound of cheese. Okay, phenomenal burger. Can't, can't. Just for backup, Arnie doesn't know, I'm going to put this in my backpack, let's get a big back. Okay, good, good, good. I'm glad you mentioned that one. I want that. I want my fries super size. Okay. And I'm like, I'm you know, really, really, uh, I'm, you know, I'm eclectic, so I don't care. I, I don't like the orange, but I don't care. Sprite, Coke, you decide, Hector. Okay. All right. So, so you're getting just a, a regular meal. So, I'm glad you brought up the Big Mac because they're talking about the Big Mac because they have improved the Big Mac by. All beef patties cooked in smaller batches for a more uniform sear. I've never noticed a non-uniform sear on the McDonald's Big Mac patties, but that's what one of the changes. Also, more secret sauce. Now, that's okay. I like that because I love the secret sauce at McDonald's. I've been searching for that recipe for years. The former sesame seed bun will be transferred, transformed into a buttery brioche with sesame seeds more randomly scattered for a homemade look. They're no, changing the bun. With the Big Mac. Um, the double cheeseburgers are also, uh, they're hotter. Uh, look, look. Hey, McDonald's. Look, look here. Y'all y'all aren't a Michelin star restaurant. Y'all are fast food. Do you know what this is going to do? They're cooking the burgers in smaller batches. That means it's going to take longer. And you're defeating the term fast food. Yeah, well, let me tell you something. Uh, you know, McDonald's made, not in coin the term, but, the, but designed fast food. I appreciate, they appreciate your opinion, Arnie, but they got a system down that they're using for. But I know what you're saying. We don't like it. Well, you know, but it's like... Uh, but McDonald's is, you know what, whenever you see those ads on a coupon, the double Diablo Habadero, whatever, it's got, the, it's got the stuff dripping down the side. Oh, wow, look at that thing. I should go grab one of those, you know, wherever you get down there. Or, you know, you see there's a big stuffed taco and Taco Bell. Oh, wow, that thing is huge. Looks great. Let's go jump in a Mac. Let's go jump in that taco, honey. You know what I mean? All right, then. And you, or, but, but of all of the restaurants, when you see those stupid ads, when you see the coupons, you go down and what burger or whatever looks as close as the one you saw on the, on the advertisement? No, McDonald's. Yeah, that is true. That is very, very true. Now, here's the thing. I love McDonald's, but I will never forgive them for one thing that they have done. And this, to me, this to me is the most egregious penalty in the fast food world that has ever happened or ever will happen. 
I'm sure it involves civil rights. Go ahead. It's when they flipped out and they changed from fried apple pie to baked apple pie. Everybody knew. You bet, you bet. Listen, I know you didn't finish your fries, but you better. Because if you don't, you bite that fucking apple pie a little too early. Just what's going to happen, yeah. sister. Yeah, it's it's the it's the heat of the sun. It's like biting into a hot pocket too early. <laughs> Glue your gums together. Oh yeah. Oh, but it was worth it. It was worth it because that that hot crunchiness, and now this bake thing, this bake thing is disgusting. I know that everybody's gone. This thing. Let me fucking decide what I want to eat. I guess yeah. they do. But because that's the thing. That's if they had the fried ones. You know, mom with the with the soccer, mom with the van with the van, and you know what? Your fucking tires are bald. I can help you with that. But anyway, the, you know, the mom with the soccer van or whatever, and she's in there. You know, she's all that. Like, she purchases. You know, me and you, you, you and I both know that. You know, the the household buyer, which is mom, age like twenty four to forty eight, is the prime candidate of, of a lot of advertisers. You know, most. Oh, I, I, I get prime it. Prime Right. I get it, but so, but it preys on the stupidity. If they can't sell them, they're not going to make them. It preys on their stupidity because if you want a healthy choice, why are you going to fast food? Fast food is not healthy. McDonald's wants to be healthy. They try to, they're trying, everybody wants to be healthy but fast. You know, that's where Subway thought they'd do it. No, but, and, and then Jared Your sandwiches suck. I go to Porta Subs. Pile that fucker up. Let's do this. You're goddamn you know, right. That's why Porta Subs kicks their ass. I guess I Well, Joe, you and I can solve the world's problems more on Thursday, my friend. Oh wait, oh wait, wait, wait are you as more of a subway or a porta subs fan? Oh, I, I, I would, I would pick porta subs all day over subway. I was gonna say I was, I was, I don't know if I was smoking or something. I missed you, so I want to make sure. No, that, uh, God, no. I was say, yeah, I was gonna say if you just said porta subs, I'm like subways. I like, welcome to our restaurant. Mm. I will give you one slice of cheese. Mm-mm. Yeah, fuck that, Sam. We don't even have porta subs here. I have to. I have to go to Jersey Mike's. So yeah, yeah, boy, I know, I know that they're regional here. They're just here, but uh, when you live here, yeah, I mean, because the guy's making it, and he's not a he's not a subway guy making it. Where you know, they'll, 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 they'll charge you. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. you could just you know more than more than that. Yeah, more. Oh, that looks good. Yeah, more olives or whatever. <laughs> well, and and the thing is that 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 porta subs isn't afraid to use the the vinegar and oil. I mean, subway, you that that's an act of Congress for them to get it. Don't cross the line mm-hmm. when you go to the subway, buddy. Damn right. Well, Joe, uh, I'm going to let you go, buddy, but we will talk Thursday. We'll have more sports stories, see what's happening in the world. And, of course, oh, oh, before we go, Joe. Yep. Um, the weekend. The weekend was not your friend. That's what I thought. I asked it. I said, when you went to war, I go, that was probably mine. Mm-hmm. Um, you went this weekend 6-6, six and six, Joe. Um, I was, I was undefeated in the morning games until your fucking Steelers shit the bed. I ended up, I had a terrible afternoon. I only won with the Niners in the afternoon. Thanks chiefs for fucking somehow losing. Um, I went eight and four over the weekend. You went six and six. Uh, you are one ten and eighty two on the season, and I am one thirteen and seventy nine, baby. Wait a minute, is that a three game lead? Yes, that is a three game lead. 
We both have the Jags tonight, so I will still have a three-game lead. We both, yeah, we both have, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So also, think the McNugget bubbles are coming to McDonald's. Okay, just so okay. you know that that's the new happening. Those for like adults, okay. or or with a better toy instead of you know Cracker Jacks and toy socks now. Yeah. Yeah, same thing. But they're trying to upgrade the the toy. What do you think about Tiger going too far this weekend? Um, okay. I mean, it's a tournament nobody really cares about. Scotty Scheffler won it. Great University of Texas guy. Another Texas win over the weekend. I'm just getting used to it. Um, look, I'll be excited when the season starts and Tiger's really playing. That's when I'll be excited. That was Tiger's tournament, too. And there was only like, he finished 18th. There was like 25 people in the tournament, I think. But it was funny when they showed the participants' career wins. You know, Tiger '83, <laughs> like fifteen. Yeah. Um, and so, also, real quick, uh, I don't know which is more interesting to you. I'm, I am totally enthralled in both of the in the in season NBA tournament or uh, or or calling the Colkins. You know, uh, to walk a star, star to walk a fame. I mean, I'm getting oh. crazy. Uh, Macaulay Culkin all the way. I will. I will follow that story all the way. As he thanked his children, and he, his children call him Papa. What kind of fucking weirdo gets called Papa? I, I think dads do. Yeah, well, I, I don't know. I, I never called my dad Papa. See, remember, remember, I, I that's a grandpa. I know in today's, today's society, it's good. Now you remember, I grew up with a single mom, right? So there's some of his dad pronouns are <laughs> so I mean, I'm, I'm kidding. But I did grow up with a single mom. So it's weird about that because I would, so somebody was to be pop. But now as I go up, I discovered that that's usually grandma or grandpa's name. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. 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 And Macaulay Culkin is not a grandpa. So. I know that. But I'm just saying, but like I said, there are people like me that was like, oh, that to me, that was a dad. But then as I grew up, I thought, oh, no, that's a grandpa. You know, because yeah. like I said, I, I was a single mom uh, thing. And then, uh, let's see, 12 teams in the playoff. What else do we got uh, here? Oh, one last thing. Folks, this is my closing statement. I make sure I do this every week, Arnie, before mm-hmm. you let you know what? When you run into somebody today, and, and it's you know it's December, people get down, they don't have family, they don't like mm-hmm. Christmas, whatever. Um, you know, related to Rosie O'Donnell, things can happen. Right. Okay? Right. But, Out but, of your uh, control. Remember, remember. You know what? Just it's like Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. Maybe all they need is a little love. There it is, Joe Murphy, ladies and gentlemen, the Thank one you. and only Joe. We'll talk to you again on Thursday. Love you, buddy. Thank you so much, Arnie. Thanks, man. Uh, Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, seven seven five three five seven fans. Arnie Radio One at Gmail dot com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Welcome back to the big show. I hope everybody's doing good today. Uh, If you're just joining us, what the hell? Two and a half hours late? Really? It's okay. I get it. It's Monday. Start of the new week. Holidays right around the corner. Kids driving you nuts. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. I'm not mad. All you got to do is go back to ArnieRadio.com, download the show. You'll hear the first part of the show. You'll hear Joe Murphy. Special thanks to Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy for being on today. He's the one who reached out to me, texted me, goes, I'll be expecting a call tomorrow. I was like, you're goddamn right. So you got all that on there. Tomorrow we're going to have Tommy on the show. I get to see Warbird tomorrow. He's going to be driving through my neck of the woods. Can't wait to see him. Wish him well on his trip. Drive safe today, my friend. Uh, still some some stuff to get to today, including a story I saw this morning. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Do I have to tell you? I, I, I got to tell you all the time. Now, Cowboys girl, this doesn't apply to you. You're fine. You are okay. But nature as family is not your friend. And by the way, there is video of this, and yes, I will be sharing it with you. Um, It seems that a mother who was down in Mexico, the Malac Beach in the state of Jalisco, now Americans would pronounce it Jalisco, but they ain't got a J there, so it's Jalisco. Horrified onlookers could be heard shouting, she lost her leg! She lost her leg, in Spanish, I would imagine, uh, as emergency teams arrived. Now, what happened was, I guess her daughter was in the water, and uh, all of a sudden, they're just playing around, frolicking in the water. Where the mom, Maria, helped her daughter to safety by placing her on a floating platform after she was aware that the little girl, I don't know why, how old is this girl, five? Five-year-old is 65 feet off the beach on Mexico's Pacific coast? When all of a sudden, out of nowhere, now there's no audio from this, I'm watching the video, they're dragging the woman off with no leg. They've digitalized her leg. By the way, the, 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 the mom, she bled to death on the beach because, well, the, the shark took her leg. The shark rotted her to death. <laughs> now, 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 <clears throat> let me just say this. You don't hear of a lot of attacks in Mexico, but I, 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 this might be one of my predictions for the end of the year. Now that sharks have tasted Mexican... Hey, we all love Mexican. There ain't nothing better than chimichangas, enchiladas, nachos, tacos, and now sharks have a taste for Mexican? Boy, I tell you what, if I'm going to the beach in Mexico, I ain't getting in no damn water there. Now the sharks are going to miss me. They're going to look at me. They're going to say, look at that big fat Mexican. Oh, boy. He's been probably marinating himself with queso and guac which, by the way, is true, but I still ain't going to be tasting that good. I mean, I, I'm going to taste better than anything because I've been marinating Dr. Pepper for 52 years. 
Jesus, no warning, Arnie. Oh, I'd never give you warning for stories that great. That kid is fucked up. She'll never go in the ocean again. She ain't the only one. One thing made me laugh so hard when watching the Longhorns game is a Dr. Pepper Fanville ad with the transfer portal going crazy. The run saved the quarterback from his team and is holding with one hand. Quarterback goes, give me your other hand. The guy goes, I can't. I'm holding my Dr. Pepper. Then as the quarterback is sucked away, he goes, it's okay. I understand. I think that was what Harney would do. Oh, goddamn. You're damn right. She lisco her lost her Lego. He lisco lost her Lego. Oh, yeah, I'd let my quarterback go before I let that damn Dr. Pepper go. By the way, in the, uh, in the uh, music segment there, I found a new recipe last week. By the way, did y'all see my recipe this week? Did y'all see my steak this week? By the way, Braddy Kid, I got to give it up to Braddy Kid. She, the, Saturday night, she's like, what are we having to eat tomorrow? I said, I don't know. She goes, let's make chicken fried steak. Because we were going to talk about making chicken fried steak on New Year's Day, and I got I to gotta warn you people, I'm about to give you my New Year's Day menu since the Longhorns are in. Y'all are going to freak out. Uh, but but we were going to do this on New Year's Day because neither one of us have ever tried to make chicken fried steak. And uh, yesterday, holy crap. Joe Murphy, what's up, buddy? Yeah, I am trying in really fast because, um, you know, I that's kind of thing sensitive. You know, that shark could be from Guatemala, El Salvador. You know, fish migrate, buddy. Okay. Well, uh, very true, but we don't hear of a lot of attacks in Mexico, so maybe... <laughs> migration's know. at an all-time high right now. I mean, my so, God, Joe. I, if that if that shark were to bite into you, it would probably get drunk. It's called El Torta Gorda. Okay, you cabrón, <laughs> listen to me, you son of a bitch. Don't be calling me a fucking dishwasher, man. <laughs> All right, Joe. Thank you. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Uh, Joe Murphy with his aquatic wor- world knowledge. Um, so, uh, so yesterday we made chicken fried steak. Um, I need a really good chicken fried steak. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. We, and, and we did it. We, 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 we helped each other. We made sure we, we got to get the seasoning right. That, that was the one thing. It, was, it wasn't that well seasoned. It was fantastic. The breading was fantastic. Everything was fantastic. But the, the, the seasoning, once the seasoning comes out, I'm putting that chicken fried steak recipe up. Along with my coconut custard pie, which I'm about to make today too, I think. Um, coconut crustless custard pie. Right now, I found a, a good air fryer recipe for fried chicken, and I had a couple thighs. So I'm, I'm going uh, to be doing that. Um, safety guy says, watch this video. Okay, let's see. Let's click on this video here. Uh, oh, I've seen this. This is that street corn that smokes. Uh, look, okay, so, so for real here. New Year's Day. New Year's Day, we're going all out. Because I, I, got, I got a text message from the good child. And, and I was in such a good mood. Y'all are going to be freaked out about how good of a mood I was in on Saturday. When the Longhorns made the play, or Sunday, when the Longhorns made the playoff. I'm surprised y'all didn't hear me yell from my chair right here because this is where I was watching it. Um, the good child says, what do we have? What's on the menu for New Year's Day? And I said, well, because he has the smoker and the sm- I don't know how to use a smoker. And I don't, I'm not patient enough for a smoker. So we're going to be doing ribs. I can't wait. I love ribs. We're going to be smoking some ribs, right? Which means... 
I get to make my Michelin star baked beans. And, oh, boy, do I have some ideas to, to, to spice them up a little. Not really spice them up, but to, to kind of you, you bling them out, if you will. We're not holding anything back on New Year's. Um, that right now is our menu. I, 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 I asked for some smoked sausage, too, and maybe we'll do this cream cheese dip, which I, I've seen a bunch of ads for these, these cream cheese dips. I think that would be awesome also to do on the smoker. Uh, Braddy Kid's going to be making, she's going to barbecue chicken because she doesn't like any of that other stuff. And I said, you can make one of your, your macaroni-type salad because I won't eat any of that shit because macaroni salad is about, you want to see something give me the heebie-jeebies, you put a bowl of that in front of me. I will not touch it. I, I will let that age into a fine mold before I get up from the table. Are you a beef or pork rib guy, or does it matter? I like beef ribs. I do. But um, for, for New Year's Day, we're going to go pork. I, I love pork ribs. I, I do love beef ribs. Don't get me wrong. But uh, for, for New Year's Day, we're going to go pork ribs. Pork ribs, baked beans. And uh, this is how good of a mood I was in. I actually invited 2.0 over. Yep, and he said he's coming. And I said they have to bring the dessert. And, and mainly the reason why we want 2.0 to come over is because we want to see if he eats ribs with a fork and a knife. Smoking and grilling with AB calls it leveling it up when you add good shit. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. That's going to be a cooking extravaganza that day. Cannot wait. All right, getting back to the show. Um, Let's see. What do we want to do here? Let's save that one. Nah, actually, we'll do this one here. Three stupid idiots broke into a former medium security prison in St. Louis, more commonly known as the workhouse. Now, first of all, who wants to break into a former prison? Use gloves out as bait as well. If he uses them, that's a sign. Donald says, ribs for my birthday sounds perfect. Come on over, Donald. I told him that we were, we're going to smoke a bunch of We might get two racks of ribs and smoke them because, man, oh, man, I love making me some brisket tacos. Whoo, daddy, that's good. I'm going to be making some, uh, take some pictures this week of some donkey tails I'm making. That's deep fried hot dog in a tortilla with cheese on the inside. Mmm, good. Anywho, the three morons are between the ages of 18 and 21. Shocking. Well, the motherfuckers broke in. And they couldn't let themselves out. Thank God the morons had a cell phone because they were able to call a relative and say, hey, we're stuck in the jail. The relatives called the police. The police went to the site and let them out. Oh, God. It now serves as an overflow lot for junk cars from the city's tow yard with piles of cars that appear to have been set on fire. Boy, St. Louis, man, oh, man. 
cars set on fire, people breaking into prison. Is it any wonder that my sisters live there? Fucking open that thing back up. Yeah, leave them on lockdown. Former, what is it now? Yeah, it's just dilapidated now, Colin. God, even St. Louis reporters are ugly. Jesus, that town just is awful. If you've never been to St. Louis, don't go. You're welcome. Now, these last four stories, boy, there is something wrong with the world. There is something wrong with the world, ass family. I got to tell you that right now. Um, The first one is a very sad story out of, uh, oh, God, uh, out of Thailand. A former Paralympic athlete. Boy, what is with these guys? What is with the fucking crippled Olympians? First, our Oscar Pistorius fucking shoots his girlfriend. And now this fella. Chaturong Sukatsak, an ex-soldier. He's 29. He married 44-year-old Kanacha Patuchuk in the Wang Nam Kio district in northeast Thailand. Gorgeous. I've never been there, but it sounds just breathtaking. All of Thailand sounds just breathtaking. Like it would make me die. Now, they, they got married. They, they, they having them a little party at the height of the festivities. Is this where they light the balloons on fire and set them out to sea and kill all the birds and everything? Okay. Um, Mr. Uh, Suck Suck, his name is S-U-K-S-U-K. Does Mage know them? I don't think Mage deals with a lot of Taiwanese folks. I, I, I don't think so. But Mage, if you happen to know him and, and, and this affected you, I am truly sorry for your loss. And in, in there, it, well, when I get to it, I, I can't give away the story yet. Um, but Konnichiwa. Suck Suck left the reception abruptly, out of nowhere, and went to his car. Probably, you know, a Datsun. He returned a little bit later, and he had a 9mm, and he started shooting. Now, I, Mage, Mage, maybe you know this about the, 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 is this a part of the culture there? <laughs> he went out to his rickshaw. Is gunfire, gunplay a thing at, at Taiwan weddings? Well, he opened fire, and he shot his new wife. Um, he shot her mama. He shot her sister. And then two wedding guests. <laughs> then he turned the gun on himself, shot himself, and died on the spot. <laughs> That's an odd way to cut the cake. <laughs> this story sucks, sucks. Nine millimeter, they are on the metric system. So, so question, like, like, let's say you're at the wedding, okay? Fair enough. We're all sitting there together. Gunfire breaks out. We all duck. 
right? And and the bullets stop flying. We got dead sucks up. Mrs. Newly Mrs. Sucks up dead. Mother-in-law sucks up dead. Sister-in-law dead. Can 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 I go over and get my gift? Like, what's the protocol there? Like, is that frowned upon? Do you, because nobody's going to use it, obviously. The sterling silver candlestick holders, like, they, they're going to go for waste. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to the table. I'm making my way straight to the table. I'm not going to be interviewed by police first. I'm not going to talk to anybody. I'm going to the table, and I'm going to get my gift back. Cannabis says, take the food home. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Look, if you ain't bringing Tupperware to a wedding, you ain't going to a wedding. All right? That's all I got to say about that. Yes, I was raised by a man who would bring desserts home from the Atlantis Buffet. I am not kidding. And by the way, he would put them in plastic bags. It wasn't like he had, like, like you know, Gladlock containers. He had plastic Ziploc bags, and he would put pie and cake in the same bags. So he always bring Tupperware. Taiwanese food, probably rat and dog. First dance was awkward that day, my friend. Oh, it was weird. I, I don't even know if they made it to the first dance. She's quite the buxom gal. I'm, I'm seeing pictures of her here. Oh, boy. Man, oh, man. It's a festive wedding. Boy, that's when, that's when you get to tell people about, yeah, I went to old Suck Suck's wedding. Oh, I was going to go. Stay, take the star bread and the egg rolls. Oh, all the egg rolls are in my pockets. So that's just story one of how fucked up our world is right now. It's hard for me to put these in a good order because they're all so bad. This next story. Is about David Fuller. David Fuller, um, who was uh, an electrician, who I believe worked at a hospital. That was his ruse to get in. After a three hundred page inquiry was in was looked into. After an investigation was done. Um, they found serious failures of management, governance, regulation, and process due to the fact that Mr. Fuller, who was later convicted of murder, had his necrophilia spree uncovered in 2020 when police used DNA to tie him to the 1987 slayings of two women. You see, he got busted because he decided to nut on one of the hundred corpses over a 15-year period. During the investigation, police discovered millions of images of sexual abuse in his home. 
They included images of videos of him having sex with the dead bodies. Um, girls in mortuaries, two at hospitals where he worked in Southeast England. Now, Sanchez family says that's bad. DNA squirt sound effect, please. Oh, okay. No, uh, sorry about that. Whoops, Daisy. He left this behind. He's just putting sauce on the dead meat. Now, I, I gotta think. You, you know, we see these TV shows about serial killers and 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 guys that use ruses to get away, and they're clever. This guy is not clever at all. He's leaving his gentleman's relish behind. Don't you think that somebody might notice that? Like when they go to move the corpse and it drips, and you look at it and you go, oh, I know what that is. Um, he's, he's now serving a life sentence with no chance of release after pleading guilty to two counts of murder. That story is cold and stiff. Oh, he's also serving concurrent 12-year term admitting to dozens of instances of necrophilia. <laughs> Talking about cracking open a cold one at work. Copycat. Home Alone copycat, the wet bandit. Dear God in heaven. Oh. He's not a quitter. He didn't pull out. No. Well, they couldn't get pregnant. I mean, so I mean, he's got that much working for him. I mean, is that considered safe sex? That's just awful. That is awful. Can you imagine walking in on somebody doing it with a corpse? Mm-mm-mm. Boy, there's just nothing you can say. You're like, what the fuck? I think what the fuck is about the only thing that could come out of my mouth. Jesus jumped up Christmas. But the world only gets worse. See, aren't you glad you have me to tell you the stories that the local news doesn't tell you? Pull out. That a thing? Not in this guy's world. Um, you know what? I, I'm going to have to say that this is the least bad of the next two stories. Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone from Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake. Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. Oh, boy. This is the story of 22-year-old Alyssa Ann Zinger. Boy, that's a zinger. She had crafted her fake persona and communicated with all her victims on social media platforms, mainly Snapchat, according to police in Tampa Bay. She posed as a 14-year-old homeschool girl, when instead she's actually 22. And 
she initiated... That's right. Sexual Congress with middle school students at Tampa's Hyde Park neighborhood. The first victim, a boy between the ages of 12 and 15, told police that the pair had sex multiple times and she sent him explicit photos. Another sent a video to several children through Snapchat showing intercourse. Um, now, is she hot? Well, you, you, you know, look, I, I'm going to let you guys make the call on that. I, I just, is, is this a new thing? Like, like, like I, I know that since the beginning of the show, we've documented, painfully documented, all the teacher sex has happened. These, these teachers having sex with high school and junior high kids. Now we got somebody pretending to be a homeschooled middle schooler so she can do it with young men. Now, now I'm looking at a picture of her. She don't look like she's fat or nothing like that. Even if you're fat or something like that, you still got a chance because guys will have sex with you. Okay? Look, look, look. Look, if you're fat, the berry's just a little bit darker. All right, that's all I'm going to say. This gal could probably get any guy she wanted to, but because she's a woman. You see, because there's an unfair advantage that women have, and women know it, they have it, and they never, ever admit to it. When a woman goes to a club, and she's single, and she says, I'm going to get some dick tonight, 100% she gets dick. 100%. Every single time. Dude goes out and says that. I, I'm going to say as a whole, probably maybe 55%. Maybe 55%. She's a California 5, but a Florida 8. Okay, good. There you go. Now, here's the other thing, just real fast. Now, now, I have to... I. Let me say, I understand what she's doing is wrong. Did everybody hear me say that before everybody calls Fox News on me? What she did was wrong and against the law and morally morally reprehensible. Ask family male members on this show that are my age or somewhere around there in your 40s plus, 35 plus. Let me ask you this question. If you're in junior high, and, and we got to think that kids in junior high today are a little bit more progressed than we were in junior high because they have the world at their fingertips, blah, blah, blah. Um, why are the kids telling? Like, 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 like one of the kids went to his parents. See, see, I, I understand telling all your friends. Like, I was a 14-year-old boy, and if something cool like that happened and some gal touched my ding-dong, I'm probably going to tell everybody I know, too. But I'd never tell my parents. Never, ever tell my parents. 
Um, yes, you would be the next Donnie Burger. Um, I, I, I would keep my mouth shut because I'd, I'd want this to keep going because it, it's pretty nifty. He told to brag to his dad who's not getting any from his mom. These young boys are stupid. Uh, I mean, I would keep my mouth shut. Now, if it's my teacher, if I'm in high school and I got a hot teacher and she wants to bang me and she's giving me good grades on top of it, I am not, I'm not even telling my friends. Well, that's not true because I'm going to have to brag. Maybe he told on her because she's... She did something he didn't want, like peg him. I'm right with you, Arnie. I'd be quiet as a mouse. Better than fucking a couch at 14 or whatever you can get your hands on. I wish my science substitute teacher, Miss Wilson, would have done this to me in junior high. Hello, nurse. And no, I would have kept my mouth shut to keep it going. Maybe they got an STD and that's what outed them. No, I, I, the story said the kid told his dad what, or told his parents what happened. I ain't saying shit to mom and dad. Uh-uh. I'll tell you this real quick. As a, as a kid, the, I, I didn't get very embarrassed. My, my dad tried to always embarrass me. Dad could not embarrass me. Uh, to answer yes, when I was 15, I did it uh, with a 21-year-old. She was maybe a six, but hey, it was a new cave to explore. Bingo. Um, I don't even remember where I was going. Oh. The one thing that I hated more than anything was going to movies with my dad, and there was nudity in it. And, and he knew it bothered me. And this is, this is why I love my father so much, is because I'm just like him, obviously. Because he knew it bothered me, especially if there was, you know, if there was pubiscus hair. That if I, it, would just, it would make me fucking, I'd, I'd want to see it, don't get me wrong. Like in Hot Dog the movie, I wanted to see Shannon Tweed's vagina, but I, I it, it's a squirmy moment, and there's my dad elbowing me. Hey, you see that? You see that? I'm like, I don't want to. I don't want to be seeing this with you, Dad. It's very off-putting. Looks like an intro to a meth habit. <laughs> meth, not math. <laughs> now, our final story. This is probably the, one of the worst stories I've ever seen in my entire life. I, ha- I have to admit. And if I were to tell you to, 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 to do something, whether it be musically or how you, you decide to bear, get ready. Because this happened in California, in El Dorado County. Shit, I wonder, is this, hold on, let me see, if, okay, no, it, it's not ECV gear. Uh, this is Scott Davis. Does anybody know 46-year-old Scott Davis in El Dorado County? Oh, I can't get in trouble. He's, he's out on a worldwide website here. Uh, the department's sex crimes detectives and high-tech sex crimes unit began investigating a teen's dealings in August. The girl reportedly, quote, had a very well-known online presence of a variety of social media platforms and that she was grossing about $40,000 a month selling nude photos of herself. Once again, the girl 
um, is how old? 14? 16. I'm sorry, 16-year-old girl. Uh, her dad, the aforementioned Scott Davis, knew about his daughter's illegal online activities. She's 16. That's, that's kitty porn. And, and she can be charged with sending it out as well, and rightfully so. Um, but Dad knew about her illegal activities and had started to be complicit in obtaining some of her profits. Mr. Davis, salt of the earth, faces a variety of felony charges, including the uh, two counts of aggravated child abuse, one count of human trafficking of a minor, one count of procuring a minor for a sex act, and one count of pimping for a prostitute over 16, and one count of intimidation in using a minor for obscene matter. Damn, Arnie, she got 40000 a month. Maybe there's a new income source for you. Man, if, if there was anybody who ever wanted fat old, fat 50-year-olds, if there's a fat 50-year-old finish, let me know, because I'll, I'll start an OnlyFans. But do, do you, once again, this is my brain and only my brain working. Let me walk you through this. Do you think dad's the one taking the pictures? Honey, you need to arch your back a little bit. Uh, honey, I'm, I'm getting too much shadow on your nipple. That, that's not a phrase you want to hear from your dad. The ultimate... God damn it. I'm about to say something that's probably the worst thing I've ever said. During one of their photo shoots, do you think he says, Honey, can, can you pull your lips a little bit further apart? Yeah, that, that one I might have gone too far with. <laughs> Hello, line. Let me step right on over you. Who would do this with their child? Damn, girl, you are looking good today. We're going to have to get you on the camera. That girl will be 22-year-old banging 14-year-old junior high girls or boys. Yeah, no shit. Uh-oh. Oh, no, my brain's still working. I hope that some of y'all are laughing at this. I bet people in Africa would want to see you. You would take a, take a ruby. Boy, I, I, I know them African people. They'd, they'd be watching my videos saying, Now, translated, uh, not many of y'all know that I speak uh, tribesmen. Uh, what they were saying there was the dad probably said, honey, it's time to do some butthole shots. Don't want to see your daughter's butthole. Come on. Scott says Jessica Simpson and her father. Oh, my God. Holy shit. Bingo. 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 So there you go. And those are people in your backyard, Northern California. Not only helping their daughter, but also taking money from their daughter. How much you make this month? All right, 30 of that's mine. 
Like, do they? Do, do, does he have a, like an agent? Is he? Is he got booking fees for? Oh my God. All right, ass family, that is going to do it for us today. Tomorrow we're going to have a jam-packed show. Tommy's going to be here. Um, who, who knows what else is going to happen. But do remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until then, um, have a fantastic Monday, and adios, everybody. Uh. At first she's going to come on strong. Like she'll love you all night long Like it's going out of style Then she'll leave you with a smile You're gonna give her all your heart Then she'll tear your world apart You're gonna cry a a smile Well you can't help but wonder why you can't help but love her but you can't help but love her And all that hurting was more than worth it It's written all over your face One day you'll pass her Say hello and walk on by Then she'll leave you with a smile is outside waiting to arrest him.